Hey everybody, welcome to the end of 2013. Uh, I'm Nathan from Top Down Perspective, and I'm joined by Sean and John. Yo. Hey guys. Uh, we got about a half dozen categories we're going to go through. Um, we also crunched a bunch of numbers, that's kind of why we were late recording today for those watching live, so sorry about that. Um, and we have the community's votes as well for the best stuff, worst stuff, all that stuff. So we're going to start so much stuff. with... Yeah, we're, we have a category for stuff of the year. Stuff of the year, best stuff. Like no, maybe the please Vita no or more something. categories. <laughs> yeah. we're, just, we're just making up categories right now as we go along. So much yeah. stupid counting. Uh, check out SurveyMonkey, put in your votes. Uh, don't stop. Thanks for participating, though, to everybody who did. Uh, we got a lot of feedback on that. Um, we're going to start with a uh, bad note, disappointing games. Yeah, so for so... those who haven't listened to a Game of the Year podcast before, we don't do a big overall podcast like list for the show uh because we all play different games that worked out like one time one where time it it turned out we all had a game that was in common on all of our lists that was pretty high so we just right. decided hey ghost tricks awesome yeah but yeah. that this year has been crazy scattered all over the place so i doubt that will happen but who knows maybe it will Right, because like, oh man, the three of us—we don't know what's on each other's lists. It's a mystery. That's true. It's a surprise. It's a secret. And that's part of the fun. We all know what's on your list, so we just did that. So yeah. we're gonna find out. That's why we were late um, starting because we had yes. you guys sent us a lot of games. Exactly, so exactly. what we're gonna do is we're gonna start with the category. We're gonna announce what the community winner was, along with two runners up from the community. Then mm-hmm. we will go. Each of us will go in a circle and list our games for that category, and then we will go through the categories. Who who starts our circle? We didn't decide that. Oh should, man, should be. I I say Sean. Okay, Sean kicks <laughs> okay. off All the right. top down perspective circle. Um, well, then who goes next? Right. Who do I hand the baton off to? Nathan. Okay. So you get the final game. I'm sorry, I was just saying I was going last out of politeness. <laughs> but if you want me to go like oh, middle I see what your or something, scheme is, sir. Do you, you want do you want word. me to be nice here or what? It's fine. I'll go first. That's cool. Yeah. All right, okay. so. Uh, for those disappointing game of the year, right? For but for those curious, the list, the categories, and the order we're going to be going in through is disappointing okay. game of the year, uh, surprising game of the year, uh, 2013's 2012, nope, 20XX game of the year, followed yeah. by 2013's 2012 game of the year. Uh, what's the next one? Pile of shame and game of the year. Those will be our categories. For us, we will have an additional honorable mentions that we didn't let you guys vote on, and we will also have a uh, prediction section at the end. Well, like, just to look forward at next year's stuff that we're curious about, right? Like, it's not predicting what'll happen in the industry, is it? Like, Nintendo goes under or something. Well, last year we kind of did both, so I think we should revisit those. I've written them up, and we should do some more. Okay. That's way in the future, though, so let's let's just start with Disappointed Games... What did the community tell us was, like, just the stuff that didn't click this year, didn't pop? The games they that they didn't it. like. All right. Yeah. Um, so, again, we're going to have a, a winner and a uh, ranking, uh, the second place and a third place, because we gave scores to all the games you gave and then added them all up. So, the community's most disappointing game of 2013 was Grand Theft Auto V. Say What? <laughs> So right. that's on that list. Followed up second place, Aliens Colonial Marines. All right, that makes a lot of sense. That makes that's a bit yeah. more like it. And in third place, DMC Devil May Cry. What? So mm. community did not. They were disappointed. 
disappointed. That game was actually decent. Yeah, not, not a, apparently not. Right. Also, Grand Theft Auto Five. Apparently not. Well, apparently yeah, okay, no. fair enough. If I'm saying that about DMC, I should probably also be saying that about GTA Five. Yeah, to be, to be fair, spot, two though. of those like huge expectations, right? So easy, easy to be disappointed. Hyped up, yeah. Like another entry in a franchise. And again, this isn't yeah. this isn't worst game of the year. It's it's based on expectations. This category. Right. So actually, yeah, there was some, some one of the entries that we got. Like it was still on the top ten list, but it was still categorized as a major disappointment. So, all right, I get it. Uh, what, what, Sean? What was your most disappointing game of twenty? My most disappointing game of twenty thirteen was Layton Brothers on iOS. Fair enough, because I know you're a big Layton fan. I'm seeing a huge Layton non Layton game. I've watched that movie. I've played most of those games. All that are in America, um, and Layton Blair is like, sweet, on my iPad, this sucks. I don't like this game at all. You played um, through all of it too, right? Like, I did, just... yes. Five bucks yeah. for whatever the ex- whatever it was for the bonus episodes or whatever. I don't like that game. It was disappointing, and I hope they don't make more of those. Or if they do, I hope they're vastly improved. But that was my disappointing game of the year. Uh, Nathan, you're up next. Okay. Um. Yeah. Wh- whatever. I'm. Just, I, I mean, sorry. I know these are secrets from you guys, and you're probably not going to like either of these. But my most disappointing game of this year. Actually, no. I should start with my second most disappointing game, right? Because I have two. Sure. Sure. Okay. Second most disappointing was Luigi's Mansion: Dark Moon. Whoa. Um. Yeah. I'm not entirely surprised by that. Why was that? I just felt like the stakes weren't like it just didn't make sense i don't know i wasn't compelled to keep playing it past like the first mansion and that kind of bummed me out because i was kind of jonesing to get in there and do some more ghost hunting after like a decade and i don't know just the story like i know it's not a thing to complain about the story in a mario game but it just there there was no pressure it just it was like why would luigi do this why would he go into a scary mansion just for egad to have money for research or whatever like it just didn't work i didn't like it the setup so i was not compelled to keep playing it um so yeah i stopped i stopped and i didn't think that would happen so th- there's that and then the next game like the most disappointing game this year that i did finish uh i just i don't know if it was just like mismanaged expectations like the talk around this game or whatever but i was really just angry and bummed out after i finished brothers a tale of two sons well, right. I can understand being bummed out. That's kind of what the ending of the game's about. <laughs> no, not in, like, the the way the story was. It was just, like, I, I, I expressed it before, but, like, the urgency of the situation, like, your dad is dying of a disease. I just felt the gameplay didn't support that, and that kind of just put me off the whole time. And, I don't know, it just didn't didn't do it for me. So, that was that. And I, I, it's kind of a weird thing to say, like, it was the most disappointing, because, like, I had no knowledge of this game. Then everyone started talking about it, and it was like, oh, okay, and I got gradually more and more interested, and then when I actually played it, I was just like, what? So, there you have it. John, what what happened this year Kay. in Disappointment Camp? I listed uh, three games that I'm most disappointing, and they're not in any particular order, so I'll just list off what I see here. Aliens Colonial Marines. Okay. All right. I really wanted that to be good. I want a good, legitimate, new Aliens game, because I just think it would be kind of cool to have something like that. Sure. I have like a like pa- gearbox and that know, too. I was hoping a for decent couple years. Dear, the only good games gearbox been able to release lately are Borderlands. You notice that because Duke Nukem Forever was a flop, although that's not technically their fault. Yeah. Well, again, with Clone uh, Aliens, Clone Marines, that was pushed around from developer to developer as well. 
That's also true. So they're just kind of getting shit on. I just want Gearbox to put out a bunch of good games that aren't just Borderlands or Brothers in Arms. Mm-hmm. All right, what else? Uh, Sonic Lost World. You had yeah, expectations like, that were positive for a Sonic game in 2013? I, I played the demo at E3. There were certain points I was feeling, certain points I wasn't. And then when it came out, everyone was like, no, avoid it. And I was like, okay. It's like, oh, it's going to be like Galaxy. Like, finally someone's going to try that level design. Yeah, and apparently practice. it just didn't work. It just meet, didn't meet people's expectations. Uh, yeah. I've heard that there's been some patching done to it that supposedly made the game better, but I have not gone back to check it out yet, so. Okay. And the last game I had on my list was Knack for the PS4. Okay. I was okay. I yeah. was interested in picking that up. It looked like it was going to be like the system seller for the PS4, and then it was everyone was like, "No, just avoid it. It's boring." So I don't know. I only played demos of it, but yeah, it seemed a little, little shallow. But okay, fair enough. Disappointing games, yay! <laughs> Woo! Kicking it off. Let's let's move to good stuff. Next Surprises. category. Well, this might not be good stuff. Uh, this is surprising game of the year. So That's this could have been something again based on expectations, but kind of came out of nowhere in one way or the other. Yeah. All right. So again, community choice. Uh, in third place, we actually have two tied for third place. Okay. It's uh, Grand Theft Auto Five and Far Cry Three Blood Dragon. So the most disappointing and one of the most surprising. Okay. In well, second place, person, so. it's DMC Devil May Cry. Okay. And in first place, the most surprising game of the year for the top-down respective community is Animal Crossing New Leaf. Yeah. Which that that's interesting to me because I feel like there's nothing ever surprising about Animal Crossing. <laughs> Well, this and one that's would the kind of seemed to spread a lot, right? Like, I heard more people talking about this one. Yeah, I've, there's been so much buzz about Animal Crossing. So this this was probably a lot of people's first Animal Crossing game. And yeah, it's been the same for like a decade for us, but I don't know. I can see like the charm starting to spread and, you know, people getting into it. And like the online stuff was more fleshed out this time. So, okay. Sure. But cool. That's, that's good. Um, All right. And my surprising game of the year... And I took it in a positive light, so it surprised me delightfully, was Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Okay. I'm a big Have Assassin's just... Creed fan. I've played them all to completion. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last two sucked. And so I was I was finally kind of like broken and like, come on, give me something good. I'll... Can they even do it anymore? And they did it. They delivered quite nicely. I had a lot of fun with Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Okay. Uh, my surprising game of the year, um, I only have one on my, my thing here, was, uh, State of Decay, which I, I heard some chatter about, like, but then, I don't know, like, at this point, it's just, like, reading about a new zombie game, I'm not entirely sold on that premise anymore, just inherently, so it's just kind of like, well, whatever, and then eventually it was cheap enough on Steam sale, I decided to check it out, and I was really impressed with just how they handle open world stuff, the amount of mechanics in there, like just the strategy kind of element, and like managing your team and stuff. So yeah, I was really impressed with, like it, it put its best foot forward, I thought, and it kind of pulled me in right away, and I was I was pretty happy with what I found. So yeah, I had, I had no knowledge or expectation of that, and it just kind of, yeah, came out of nowhere. So yeah, good times. John, surprises. Uh, I had two technically. Did uh, you rank them or no? Uh, no well, ranking. One, one of them was an event because I thought it just meant in general, and then one was an actual game. 
So the event I was surprised about was Phil Fish just having a hissy fit and then quitting video game development. Oh, okay. I didn't consider that angle on this category, but okay. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of <clears throat> silly, and the fact that it happened was just kind of ridiculous. But, I mean, there's there's a lot of negative uh, vitriol around for developers and that, so I always thought that was just kind of a weird breaking point for a lot of people. Well, I don't think Phil Fish getting angry is Well, that okay, surprising. that that itself is not surprising. That dude has a thin skin, but... I don't know, just the fact that he flat out canceled his game. Well, canceled his game. He'll probably come back, and he's probably developing it in secret if he's smart. Yeah. But no, that was definitely like a just check Twitter one morning. Go like, wait, what? What happened? And then, yeah, total total meltdown. So, okay. But what was the game? What was the video? The game, game? was Typing of the Dead Overkill. I played that yesterday. Yeah, that was surprising because they announced it the day it came out. Okay, so like a literal surprise. Yeah, they were like, hey guys, there's this game, you can have it. I was like, alright, sweet, sure. So I bought it right away, I loved it. Cool, yeah. Good times. Alright, alright. Moving on to the next category, which is 2013's 20XX Game of the Year. Which really, I think, means XXXX Game of the Year, right? Yeah. Just any time in history. Remember, ball and stick. Going in yeah. for the win. Checkers, chess, any of these things. Backgammon. Right. So this is a game out. that came out, basically. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is a game that this came out any year. Because this category is so open, we have, for the community vote, uh, four games tied for third place. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Yeah, this Before, was one of those categories that just kept broadening. Like, it's just like the list kept growing. Yeah, it's, it's a very long list. kind of amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. In third place is God Hand. Yeah. Followed okay. by Devil May Cry HD Collection. Yeah. Also tied with Bomberman Act Zero. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. As well as uh, League of Legends. Eh. All right. In second place, we have Skyrim. And in first place, it is Earthbound. That's the community's community's vote. Yeah, that category was kind of everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that was a long category for the community. That was, yeah. As for myself, I actually have three games, but I have a clear winner. So, uh, I guess these are kind of ranked. So, in my third place... It's little infer. Uh, that's not right. It is trine. I'm looking at the wrong list again. Uh-oh. Okay. Whoops. Sorry. Trine. One. We know your game of the year now. <laughs> little inferno. Yeah. Little inferno. <laughs> game of the year. Uh, in uh, in second place for 20XX is uh, Phoenix Wright one. Again. Okay. And in first place, my 2013's 20XX game of the year is nine nine nine. Nice. Good choices. Yes. Uh, visual novels are a lot of fun, <laughs> I guess. Okay. Played a lot of that this year, and I can't wait to play more Phoenix Wright. And uh, I basically put this category here so I could bring up 999, because that game's great. And I really want to play Virtua's Last Reward, which I have on the Vita, because it was free with PlayStation Plus. I just need to find, like, 40 hours <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. Maybe in January. Not, that, but... Not much is coming out. Nathan. Okay. Um, I didn't explore ancient history very much this, this past year, but, uh, I played Skyward Sword this year, finally. That was pretty sweet. 
Yeah, um, you actually enjoyed Skyward Sword? Yeah, I, I had a quite great a bit, time yeah. with it. Yeah. Other than one dungeon, like I had a pretty fantastic time time with the motion controls and everything. Um, I, I have a bunch of games on this list though. Like I played through all of Red Dead Redemption again, if you remember, and I quite like that. Mm. Um, I played through Arkham City again and really like that, which might have dampened my enthusiasm for the other Arkham game that came out this year. But oh well. It um, also wasn't that good. To be fair. Yeah, I've I've played a bit of it now, and I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it, but okay. Um, 3D Land, uh, Super Mario 3D Land, I finally played that this year, and, uh, was pretty impressed with, like, it's kind of hybrid 3D Mario, 2D Mario gameplay and everything. It's really good. And Tanuki suits and all that. But I think the number one for this year that just kind of, I revisited and just kind of got more out of it than I ever had before, and it kind of put me down this weird path of reading a bunch of books and all this, uh, Alan Wake and American Nightmare, American Nightmare as well, like the... Second two games. part to it. Yeah. Um, just, I don't know, one led to the other, and then it led to me reading a bunch of Stephen King. So that game somehow ended up taking up a big chunk of my time this year, and I quite liked it. So Remedy, I got kind of hyped about them again. So cool. John. Nice. All right, well, I have two listed. Uh, one more so than the other, but I'll get this one out of the way because I have a feeling everyone expects it who's listening to this and knows me. Bomberman X Zero. And so you're like why this is on our community list. <laughs> yeah, I'm why it ended up on the community list. Um, so, for the longest time, I knew that game was not that good. Uh, I'd only played yeah. a single player on it. It's a Bomberman game where the only multiplayer is online. So, we played it uh, on a stream during a... It came up during a random game choice. And we had... Uh, one of my friends had a copy of the game. We are like, alright, well, let's try out the multiplayer with two players. And then someone else snuck into it and made it three players, and then we had a lot of fun playing it. So then the next time it came up, we had eight people playing it, and then we just okay. kept we just kept playing it for hours on end. So eventually, it reignited my love for Bomberman, basically. And I don't know, I just I'm kind of glad it became a thing, and like I stream it every couple of weeks now. So so it's like you created or recreated the online community for Bomberman Act Zero. Yeah. And found it to actually have decent online multiplayer. Yeah. Is that yeah. fair to say? Okay. Because, I, yeah, I just remember people saying, like, that game was terrible, mainly because it redesigned everything and just looked all aggressive and angry, as opposed to what Bomberman normally looks like, but I hadn't heard about that game for years, so... Okay. Seems it's solid. That's that's news to yeah. me. Uh, but my, cool. act- my actual choice for 2013's 20XX of the year is Star Fox 2. Oh, yeah. So okay. the the Super Nintendo game that did not get released, but it like people finished the ROM and put it out there. Incredibly fun game. I really wish we'd gotten it. It's yeah. basically like it's part Star Fox, the flying around shooting with the open range flying, and it's part maze game because you have to go through all these different dungeons and, and caves and missions, and it's also part strategy game because you have to manage your time and where you, what planets you're going to while defending like your home base. It's okay. an incredibly clever game, and I really wish we had gotten it. But it came What's out the, in like, Japan, right? No. No. Not at oh, all. Oh, it just it didn't just, come out? Not at all. Yeah. Okay, sorry. The, That's what the I game, thought. The okay. game got rele- like leaked at like 90% completion. Like, it was, it should have come out. That's how close it was. Was it like, done. was it something like they wanted to clear the way for N64 or something? It was like, too, was it was too close to the N64's life or release, so that's why. Okay. Miyamoto said that he didn't want the 3D of the game getting in the way of what the big push for the N64, which was the 3D. So. Okay. 
So, don't, like, don't let people with Super Nintendos be like, ah, eh, whatever, this does 3D, why don't you just make 3D for this thing? Like, just, like, no, just shove that away. That's weird. But, okay. Cool. Star Fox. Finally. Gets his day. I don't know. <laughs> what, what's, uh, what's next on the... Next is, uh, 2013's 2012 Game of the Year. So this is a game that came out in 2012, uh, but was played by you this year. You liked this so you, a lot this year. So it just missed its window, essentially. It just got yeah, bumped. Yeah. So, into, yeah. Often for me, these are games that I wish I could have played last year. They're usually on my honorable mentions, but I get to them this year. Uh, in terms of the community vote, <clears throat> in third place, it was Kid Icarus Uprising. Okay. Which is not a very good game. I've nope. heard people like it. It's not. John played a lot of it. It's got loot in it, doesn't it? Kid, Icarus, Kid Icarus Uprising? Really good. Nah, I don't. I don't agree with that. Okay. I like. Yeah, you know, what, did you have problems with the controls? Is that your issue? Who didn't have problem with the controls? Some people didn't. I I just changed my control scheme and I was fine. Uh, in second place for community vote is uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. Okay. And in first place by a landslide was Persona Four Golden. I wonder if Jake is the reason for that. It's a good game, too. I mean, I played the PS2 version, but, I mean, yeah. it's a long thing. It, it could, you know, be a thing where it's like, well, there's nothing coming out for, like, three months, and I need about three months to play this game, so perfect. And then it just fits right in there. But, cool. All right. As for my list, uh, like I mentioned before, in third place is Little Inferno, which I played oh, okay. that in basically one sitting on a bus in Japan. So that was fun. <laughs> perfect. Um... And then this next one, number two, uh, this was actually going, was number one for about, I want to say eight months of the year. Cause I, when I, I make my list kind of throughout the year as I play stuff. And this was Thomas Was Alone. Okay. I really enjoyed that game. I even, I even hot seated it in another entire session with a buddy. Uh, that game's really great. That music is fantastic. Those characters are just wonderful. But then the one game that pushed it off, that I got really into, and it's just like a perfect, I'm watching a video on the internet, so I'll play some of this, uh, was FTL. Mm. And okay. I go back to FTL ah, kind of often as just like, I've got, you know, 30 minutes, let's see how I can die again. And I've never beaten it on easy. I always get killed at that last stage. Uh, but that game is a ton of fun. Um, so FTL is my... Uh, uh, game of 2012 in 2013. Nathan? Um, I only have one on my list here, but maybe I should have done a th more thorough inventory of stuff and when it came out. But uh, Miyazmata was a game I picked up, I think, actually, late last year, but I just never got around to playing it. It came out in November. Um, it's a it's that first-person, like, island survival thing where you're, like, basically cartography stuff you're mapping the island and trying to find a cure for this weird disease yeah one person and I was just one person did vote for it as well too so yeah yeah um oh yeah no i saw that was on the list and kind of smiled because i don't know like i think this would have been a serious contender for like a top game of 2012 for me like i was really impressed with how it handled first person and also just walking like momentum and stuff like it was like the most intrigued by first person movement i've been in a long time and i was like really impressed with just it's really different take on that and like basically just the environment and you tumbling over ledges and stuff is like the primary thing that can go wrong in that game 
But yeah, I was totally transfixed by it for like days. Like I played like about 30 hours of it in like a really short time span. So I, yeah, I really, really was impressed with it. So yeah, that was my top pick. How about you, John? Uh, I only put one game on my list because I play so many random games. I don't remember what year half of them come out anymore. Okay. But my my choice for 2012 game of the year was Halo 4. Okay. I, uh, I've always been a Halo fan. Just uh, kind of got out of the series for a while, just when I stopped playing multiplayer games a bunch. And then my buddy G wanted to play through the whole campaign on Legendary, and we did it in one sitting. And I just reignited my love for Halo and shooters, and I played a bunch of multiplayer in that game as well. So, yeah. Just reminded me why I enjoyed Halo in the first place, even if it's different than the other ones. Are you intrigued about where they're going from here? Like, did the story set up future stuff pretty I, well? Or? Um, yes like, and isn't no. it? A, I'm curious to is, see what their Halo 5 is going to be, basically. Okay. Like, it's kind of a trilogy launch point, isn't it? Wasn't that how they were kind of pitching it? Or? Yeah, but it the way it ends is kind of finite in some ways. Okay. Not with the Cortana stuff. You don't think so? No, it's totally a jumping off point. Like, uh, right? Isn't it? I've, that, it's been that, a while that's since that's what it, I mean. But... Like, it seems like a finite ending point for that. It's like, all right, well then... They, I seem they... to recall there being a bunch of stuff with Cortana that's still kind needing to be the solved. There is, something, that are, there is something that are left in the air, but it, it seems like a case where, like, if you enjoy the original trilogy, this could be the point where you can just kind of leave at this point if you want. But I'm, I'm curious to see what 343 is going to do with the series now that they have more free reign. And I guess someone in the chat that just pointed out, uh, they say oh, they agreed with me that FTL is great. They just wish it, they'd give it post-launch support. Uh, they announced a, a couple months back they're making it like a new edition of it for iPad with more stuff. And then that DLC is going to be free for people yeah. who has the So PC there's more version. coming to FTL, and I can't wait for that. Like, it is a really small team and stuff, so yeah. it just takes a while for that to happen. But Cool. All right, next category. This is probably the most depressing category. Uh, the Pile mm-hmm. of Shame. Oh, God. Here These are go. games that came out in 2013 that you really wish you could have played. Um... So, uh, for us, we have a bit more than just the three that we uh, said for you guys, but for the community, the top three. Uh, in third place, we have a tie between The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds, and Pikmin 3. In second place, it's The Last of Us. And in first place is Super Mario 3D World. Hmm. So Nintendo well represented on there, but... Nintendo well represented, yes. Uh, For myself, in no particular order, I have three games. This list was a lot longer, but in this last month or so, I was able to really knock some of these games off. Uh, The first one is is Monaco. Oh, nice. I actually played that the other day. Right. I always wanted to, but I guess I just never had, like, a co-op buddy that wanted to, so I was never, like... That game, do not play that single player. That, That shines in multiplayer. Right, that's, that's which, kind of what's kept me from. I, it's been in my Steam library for months, but it's just like I need a crew, and right. I do not want to make one right now. So uh, yeah. I I played it last week with two players and just random puppies joining and leaving. It was not we we weren't feeling it, but when we had four players that we all knew each other and could communicate, really good. So yeah. that definitely shines if you have a full crew. Yep. Okay. And so then my other two games are two iOS games. Uh, the first one is uh, Year Walk. I heard some real cool stuff about that game. Okay. And from the same developers, Device 6. 
Samogo. Yeah, they're really kind of yeah. doing some awesome stuff on iOS right now. So. Yeah, so I really want to play those. Maybe they'll end up as a 2014's, 2013 game next year. We'll have to see. Those uh, are my games. I got a huge list, so I'm going to kind of go through them pretty quick. Uh, like the community, Pikmin 3 is on there. Uh, thanks, Sean, for lending it to me. I haven't played it yet. Um, uh, Dark D- Dragon's Dogma, Dark Arisen, which is a plus title. I think that was this year, Yes, right? Like the new version of it. Uh, I I'm dabbled with the first Dragon's Dogma a bit. I'm still, like, intrigued, but it seems kind of just really big and huge in a way I couldn't set aside time for, so that may eventually happen. Uh, Metro Last Light, uh, I've been meaning to play that for quite a while. I just, again, didn't get around to it. Liked the first one reasonably enough, but uh, just didn't happen. Uh, It's kind of weird because it's, like, an early access game. It's not out, but Goddess, Peter Molyneux's new thing. uh, I played some of that. How how is it? Like, sh- should I feel bad for missing it, or is it not? I thought it was yet? really boring. Okay, maybe waiting for next year is it, it is a god. It help. is a god sim, isn't it? Still in beta, like you said. Yeah, it's alpha. Maybe it's really early, but uh, it just his talk at PAX had me really intrigued about kind of the just aspects of it. So I wanted to take a look at it. Uh, Don't starve. I played a little bit of it, but not enough. I think like I feel like there's more there that I want to see. I just didn't have time to like really delve into it. That's kind of true of a couple of these. I'm, I'm going to go through those. Uh, Don't Starve, uh, Tomb Raider, Assassin's Creed 4, Black, Ra- Black Flag, and The Swapper are all games I've played, but I feel like I haven't done them justice. Like I dabbled a bit, and I didn't get to sure. really crack into them proper. And I, I, I'm more and more convinced there's think like there's going to be joy to be had there. I just didn't get over the hump. Uh, and finally, like, just because of how much I've been talking about it for years, uh, Deadly Premonition, the director's cut. Yeah, I I'm surprised you didn't it, touch that at all. I know, I bought it day one, installed it, like, pretty shortly thereafter, and then just never did it. Like, just never jumped in again. So, yeah, that will eventually happen. So, that that's my list of stuff I kind of wish I got to play, but time is finite, so didn't happen. All right, John, let's hear it. Oh, let's hear my list. God. In no particular order... Nino Cooney, Tomb Raider, Bioshock Infinite. Oh man! Animal Crossing: New Leaf, <laughs> Gone Home, GTA Five. I put The Last of Us here because I really only had that one gaming session with it. Okay. I really got into the meat of the game. Need for Speed Rivals. I really didn't get far enough in that to get a good taste of it. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Same thing. Even though I did clear a mission. <laughs> X- XCOM Enemy Within, especially considering how much I love XCOM Enemy Unknown. That was your game of the year last year. I know, and I never touched Within at all. Papers, please. Phoenix Wright, oh, dude. Yeah, Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, Dual Destinies, Killer is Dead, Gears of War, Judgment, Pikmin Three. Just Shin- keeps going. Shin Megami Tensei Four, <laughs> and Pokemon Y. How many games is that? I stopped counting. Okay. You, you don't want to know. doubled mine. But okay. 17. That's a lot of games. And I'm sure there's a ton more I cannot think of right now. Yeah. No, wow. you, yeah. You named a couple I wish I had uh, touched a bit more too. Um, you know, I can't remember at the moment. That's Okay. Yeah. Whoops. Games. Games. Sorry, oh, games. Uh, Ace Attorney was on there. But then again, I'm so far behind. I can't play that one yet and stuff, but... Oh, just in the series, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. There you All go. right. Uh, so we have one category that we did not open up to the uh, community that we'll quickly go through. Uh, these are honorable mentions. So these are games that are not on our top ten list, but there was something about them that we wanted to give them uh, a spotlight. We wanted to say something about them so that they get their time of day because they did something cool to us or we really enjoyed them, but they just they did not break the top ten. Okay. Um, so my list is, how list long is your guys' list? I have about eight or so games. Uh, I have six on here. I have seven. Okay, so why don't we go in, like, a circle, like we, like we'll do for top ten. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I can start us off. Uh, this one, this was, like, this would have been game 11, but it is Bioshock Infinite. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, just, like, like I won't say too much, because I'll save all of our big speeches for game of the year, but Bioshock is a ton of fun. I love the way it looks. That ending is crazy, um, and like like I said, that game was number eleven, and it took it really hurt having to cut that. Oh, okay. But this is this is the time for Bioshock Infinite then, because I'm just gonna say no, it's not no, no. On the list. Hey, wait until top ten if it's on your top ten. But it's not. That's what I'm saying. And it's oh, not on John's okay. Because he yeah, hasn't played. Clearly, it's not on mine. Sure. Yeah. No, I enjoyed it too. It was just a like a fun, fast paced adventure. Uh, I actually enjoyed the generally the combat and stuff. I kind of wish I got around to the DLC. That's kind of the Bioshock yeah. regret of this this year, but um, yeah, Bur- Burial at Sea that is not the combat thing which I do have. That was weird. I didn't really like it, but okay, yeah, Bioshock Infinite was pretty cool. Um, oh, my turn. Yeah, uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf. I spent a long time playing it, uh, so like it kind of pulled me in again. But at some point, it became a bit grindy for me to kind of not look back on it with a little bit of. Eh, was that fun? Like, when I was, when it had boiled down to just, I went to the island every night to catch bugs, I yeah. eventually kind of fell out of love with that whole thing. But discovering all the new stuff they put in there, meeting villagers again and all that, like, that, there was definitely some really fun moments that happened in Animal Crossing. So, I, I still had a generally pretty great time with it, but not great enough, I guess. I think one thing with me for Animal Crossing that uh, city folk had that this one didn't was just the release date of it. Yeah. Just the because f- when it when when New Leaf came out, there was kind of no holiday around. Oh, yeah, like yeah, they had like some the... summer bug hunt events yeah. and stuff. But Whereas there was no, City like, Folk thing. came out in like didn't it come out in, like December, like it was pretty close to Christmas. It yeah, was clo- I think it was a November release. Something yeah, real close. So you kind of always had that like, well, I'll just keep playing because Christmas will be great. And it yeah. kind of just kept pulling you further. Whereas New Leaf was like, what's the next one? Oh, Halloween in like three months. Yeah, so I stopped oh, in I for Halloween, but then it, like, it passed midnight, and I got basically, like, that all ended, and I was like, oh, man, I missed it. And then I saw what Christmas was. It was Toy Day, and, like, a reindeer comes to town and stuff, but, like, Brittany was playing it, but I, I didn't go back. I didn't get to meet that guy, and there's, like, Santa costumes and all that stuff. Like, there's still all that cool stuff in there. It's just the zeitgeist period was too early in the year for me to reach that. So, yeah, 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 that kind of yeah. three-month window that Animal Crossing has. But yeah, it's still fun. Um, I guess I wish Blathers had more dialogue. That is my one weird caveat that okay. just came to mind. Like, every time you give him this a thing, he's like, oh, that reminds me of the story. Anyway, and like, he never actually says a story. Like, there's, it's so nonspecific. It kind of bummed me out every single time I gave that guy a thing. Because it's just like, you used to say actual unique jokes. Now it's just, nah, this is all the same. I don't know. Minor beef. That's why it got bumped off the list. It would have made it. Whatever. John, what was uh, one of yours? Charlie Murder. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. that came out. I forgot about that game. 
Yeah, no, I, I reviewed it for a promo I was doing, but I really had a lot of fun playing that game. I'm a big fan of 2D beat-em-ups, and that right. was just really fun. It was a love letter to all the games I love. So, yeah, that's why it was on an honorable mention. Okay. Okay, this one's, I don't, it's kind of a game. You get scored in it. Okay. There are leaderboards. Okay. Xbox Fitness? <laughs> sure. It's a it's a soft piece of software on a game console. It's yeah, close enough. I got yeah. achievement points, so gamification you know. of real life. Right. Yeah. I'm wearing a Fitbit, so I love gamification. Okay. Um. Yeah. Xbox Fitness. It it, oh, it would have been in my top ten if I hadn't right. had that kind of one bad experience with one of the workouts. Oh, okay. Uh, it seems to track like cardio workouts pretty well because it just needs to look at your body but doing more than that it it's not the best and i had really high hopes for it and maybe if i was more interested in doing cardio workouts uh i would have it higher on or i would actually have it in my top 10 but in terms of what i was using it for it it didn't hold up as much as i would have liked it to at least the connection stuff uh so that's when i bump it down but it is still cool and it's awesome that it is free for a year so okay um, I, I already mentioned it on kind of a pile of shame, but I felt I played enough of it to get a sense that I liked it. Uh, maybe I should skip it. Whatever. The Swapper seemed really compelling, but I am not quite done it yet. So the coolest part of it I haven't seen yet. So I right. felt weird about putting it on a top 10 list, so it kind of slipped down, and now it's not on there anymore. But, uh, yeah, there's that. P-Cross E3. Okay. The third I like one. The cross games. It was fun, and I think the third one was better than the second. Okay, I was like, can't you just say the E series or something? But well, okay. two, two and three did come out this year, but one didn't. So okay. Where's my P cross three D two? That's also a good point. Yeah. Sheesh. All right. Next game on mine is Nino Kuni. Uh, this is mainly an honorable mention because it's like the only like. JRPG I played in the last like three years or something. Okay. Um, like to completion, just sat down. So that was cool to do, but there is not enough, uh, Studio Ghibli in that. So what is going on? Yeah, you said they kind of open strong and then it kind of just big dead zone in the middle of like no, yep. just yep. grinding. And not even like a huge big ending, just kind of nope. That's too bad. But, uh, I you know I still I still had fun with it and I still played it for like a week straight so that's why it's there. Okay, um, mine this might surprise you, but it didn't make the list. Scurvy Scalawags. What uh, I know, I, I'm a little surprised, but I could see that being like a top ten yeah. or like ten at the most. Yeah, what it's, it's I mentioned. I don't even think you're allowed to not have that in your top ten. I think it's because at some point it crossed the line from being fun to being compulsive in a way that was no longer endearing to me. So it was just like, oh, God damn it, I died again. I got to play all these fucking islands again. Like, it, it, it kind of went <laughs> over the line Angry Nathan is the Yeah, it, it got a little weird. So, like, I still really like the combat system. It pulled me into, like, that kind <laughs> Guys, of... Guys, I'm going to be honest with you. It got a little, it got a little crazy in there. All right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, like, God, let's just not even talk about it. <laughs> Well, I, I like I. It pulled me in in a way Puzzle Quest didn't. So I finally kind of got that rush of having a persistent like match three game or whatever. But at some point, it just kind of like the, the little things like if you don't play it for a while, the app kind of nags at you. 
like that kind of bothered I me. I hate that. I hate that so much. Yeah, it's just like, hey, your pirate's getting anxious. It's like, I already beat the game. Like, just leave me alone. Like, no. eventually... The minute I see that, it's like, oh, hell no. Settings, notification, you're gone. Yeah. So, even though I played, like, so much of it, and I found it was a really, like, I like that it was a vertically oriented, easy-to-play phone game that just kind of made a bunch of bus rides really easy, it eventually kind of lost the luster a little bit, so it, it slipped off the top ten list into this category, but... I still like a lot of things about it. I think it kind of does a good job at doing that kind of compulsive puzzle thing without being too gross about it. Like, it's it's a dollar, and you get, like, pretty much the entire game. You don't really need to pay anymore. Like, that kind of set it apart for me a little bit. But, yeah, it didn't, didn't quite hold up, I guess, after I had finished it and stuff. So, yeah, that's that. Scalawags. John. Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon. Okay. I, I enjoyed it when I played of it. Uh, it was fun trying to figure out where all the gems were and just kind of searching around for stuff. But yeah, no, didn't wasn't top ten worthy. Okay. Uh, my long? next one is Brothers. Okay. <clears throat> oh, okay. I thought Brothers this was most likely would have been on my top ten, except for that weird issue I hit. Yeah, I can see why that would have completely killed it on that. Especially if that's a short game that you can almost knock out in one sitting. Right. Like. I've never experienced an issue like that in a game ever. Just no explanation. It's not working. Yeah. Uh, so, like, if I hadn't got that, it would, like, definitely be on my top ten. But I just, I can't do it because I had such an awful experience midway through it. Yeah, it's such, like, a big bump in the road. Like, it was a smooth journey and then totally derailed. That that sucks. Yep. Uh, for me, uh, Antichamber is uh is on my mentions list i guess it's like a 13 or whatever that is uh really cool like visual style to that game the puzzles and like kind of just the spatial reasoning stuff that game toys with is really really awesome uh but i I guess at some point it was just like there's no carrot on the stick really it's just you're just exploring and solving puzzles for the sake of it there's like not really any narrative or like any kind of stuff teasing you other than just the puzzles themselves so it kind of maybe it's a little dry or something like at some point I was just kind of no longer drawn back to it. Um, but there's some really inventive stuff in there and it, it still kind of made an impression. So yeah, I'm still pretty positive on that game, but eventually it just kind of dried out. But yeah, there you go. Rayman Legends. That game is fun. That game is fun. It's really good. It's it's way better than the new Super Mario Brothers series. Okay. Super fun, yes. Inve- super yes. fun, inventive platforming game, but yeah, I just didn't quite make my list. That probably would have been my eleven. Mm. Uh, Actually, my next no, one... it definitely it definitely was my eleven. Sorry, because I bumped it off for something else. Oh, okay. Uh, my next one is hundreds uh, for iOS. Okay. Uh, like were you I love playing the design on of that game. Or... I was playing on an iPad, Okay. because yeah. why wouldn't you if you have one, right? Exactly. Like, like I, I was playing the yeah. phone one, and everyone was kind of saying, like, it's too cramped. You can't enjoy that game properly, so I felt I wasn't getting yeah. the proper experience, but okay. Yeah, the design of that game, the look of it, it's all great, uh, and it's just so simple. Just And they do so many cool different variations with just holds down these dots. Did you uh, finish so... it? Like, did you solve it? I I know I got into like the nineties and then okay. I was just like I can't do this. Yeah, so that's kind of rough. There you go. Um, for me, uh, Call of War as Gunslinger was on there. Um, that was really close to being on the top ten, but I think it was just 
looking back at the year, it was like, that was a really great, but really brief experience. Like it just, there wasn't anything to keep me going after I've already played through it. Like for a fun, like action campaign, uh, I thought it did some really cool stuff with narration and whatever, but it just didn't, there wasn't enough meat there really for me to consider it. And it, like what it did differently wasn't different enough for it to just get by on that kind of thing. So pretty, pretty great though. I was not expecting much from a Call of Wars game at this point. Like I played the first one and was kind of just unimpressed, but there was enough positive talk about it that I checked it out. And yeah, it's, it's indeed pretty cool. So that's on there. But does anyone else have some or am I alone or now? I still have like uh, four. Oh, okay. I've got three. Oh right, I have the least number. So okay. yeah, you, you also knocked out one of yours faster, so you technically did one extra. So oops. Okay. That's that's cool. That's they're just saying because you had the same one that Sean did. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, uh, DMC Devil May Cry. Whoa! Didn't make the cut. I, Whoa! I did, yeah. I didn't. I didn't play enough of it to like, be honest. What's on John's okay. list now? That's just totally twisting my reality. I told yeah, you I my just... my list is weird this year. <laughs> All right. Uh, I really enjoyed the game. I'm glad that I st- it was a good game and I and like I was having fun playing it, but I just kind of wasn't in the mood to play it after I got to a certain point. I just wasn't in the mood to play any major hack and slashes. That's why Metal Gear Rising also didn't make my list. Had I played them both, they probably would have been in my top ten or played them to completion. Sure. Because I've heard I've heard Revengeance gets shit batshit crazy, and apparently I was like one chapter away from like the craziest stuff in DMC. Oh, okay. Sure, sure. Just kind of stalled out before. Because, like, I, I was told, like, I was told, like, the Fox News knockoff scene is one of the best scenes in DMC, yeah. and I was a chapter away from that. Yeah, I've been yeah. hearing, I've been hearing that all year because that came out a long time ago, right? Wasn't that like that was that was January? That was two weeks into the year. Yeah, it's just been like a we uh a year we have predictions that. of you talking about it at the end of this show. Whoa, there you go. Yeah, check out that episode. So. Um, okay, but yeah, no, I'm sad I didn't make it, but you got bumped. My next one is Pokemon X. I guess, and I guess why? Yeah, same thing. Um, you know, I love Pokemon. Uh, it wasn't, it, it didn't do anything too surprising or new for me to put it up on my list over those other games. Um, but it was still great to see the new art style and what it did do in order to, uh, in, in order to, you know, make me remember it. And I think we just lost John. Oh, crap. So okay. I will invite him back. Um, I guess it's my turn to talk, but I guess I'll wait a second. Or you might as well go ahead. Keep okay. going. Um, this one I feel like might well be trotting on top ten territory here, but uh, it just got bumped, and I, it was kind of just a like a internal argument as to whether it really I should bump it or whatever. But uh, The Last of Us, number eleven. Huh. All right. Um. I found it really compelling while I was playing it and such. I, I played it on hard difficulty, found that kind of added something to it. But I don't know. It was, I guess, maybe something about like this, the amount of story stuff that was in cutscenes. Like, kind of maybe that's not how I prefer my game narratives. I don't know. It was, like, really impressive in a lot of ways. I like the stealth combat. But I don't know. It didn't have that kind of resonance for me that people have talked about like it's just like oh man that story just goes in un- unexpected crazy directions i was like i don't know it just didn't grab me that way i found it very slick and polished in that way naughty dog does but it didn't have that extra special thing for me to put it above some of the other stuff that i found more kind of maybe not as like slick 
but more personally kind of impressive. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's just subjective, like whatever. I still found it really, really great and played through it and didn't feel like I wasted my money or anything. It was, it was definitely pretty, pretty good, but I don't know, just didn't quite do it for me, but I guess sure. we still have to wait a second. John's not. Well, I might as well go, might as well keep going until John gets back. Okay. I've invited him. I don't know what's happening. I sent him a message, so hopefully I have no idea what's going on with John. Okay. Hopefully we don't have to stop the video and uh, start up a part two. He says Google Hangouts crashed, so I'm assuming he'll be back on in a bit. Okay. All right. My next game is The Wonderful 101. That game is uh, not fun to play. That's kind of... it is a... T- yeah, that's kind of key, but you said it, it's got so much charm, it kind of manages to overcome it, most of that. That game has so much heart and yeah. so much character that... You just put that game on very easy, and uh, and it's like it is probably the funniest game I played all year. I love a ton of the jokes that are in there, but it is not fun to play that game. Unfortunately, that's too bad. I I I, I don't know. That's kind of like such a weird recommendation too. Like, it's like, do I want to check that out then? Because it's not good, but it's good. So that's almost like the perfect example of like. You know, watch it on YouTube, kind of. Okay. Hmm. Uh, what's next? I guess I, I'm out of stuff. I You're out of stuff? Okay, I, I got two more. Okay. Uh, so I get, we'll go through mine, and then I guess when John comes back, we'll just go through his. Uh, the next one for me was Guacamelee. I just bought that, but I haven't played it yet. Right. Yes, yeah, Steam Sale. Um, that game's a lot of fun. Really charming. I played it on the Vita. It was like my first cross-buy, I guess. Okay. Um... I love the look of it. Uh, Metroidvania is always fun, and the moves you get are crazy. That goat dude is funny every time you find him. Um, so yeah, that was just a fun game to work my way through. And uh, my last game, my last honorable mention, is The Stanley Parable. Oh, okay. Not quite cracking the top ten, but okay. That was fun. I, I liked it, but I'm kind of Yeah, it did a lot of cool things. Um, but it was kind of fleeting for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of more of just like, everyone's talking about it this weekend. I'll see what it's like. Played, you know, I, you know, played through it or whatever. Had my fill of it. Uh, and then it was, I was kind of just, uh, I guess, psychologically done with that game for the most part. Well, it's just like find the jokes, like find the new path to see jokes about games. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. there's not, I don't know. I, I can see why that would definitely not have too much lasting impression for me it kind of was just nice as like laying out a lot of like cliches for games in ways that i can refer to to other people who've played it so just like you know this game's kind of got that adventure line thing going on and then people go like oh yeah so i don't know it's an interesting point of reference but as a game yeah it's a little little thin maybe just walk and find the stuff but um john you back looks like we have john back yeah, um, sorry, uh, I'll tell you, Sean, I had to pause my audio recording because I wasn't sure how long I was down or if I had to restart my computer. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know what happened. Uh, Google Hangouts suddenly crashed and closed on its own, and okay. then Firefox crashed on its own, <laughs> okay. Separate, Great. separately from that, and then my sound drivers crashed, and then <laughs> I just had to just restart everything. That sucks. So, All right, it was well, really we've, been, we've been continuing. Yeah, I heard, I heard like, the delay on the the stream so i heard you said guacamelee and stanley parable 
Right. Um, so I guess, uh, I don't know, let's, uh, let's stop our audacity, uh, then we'll clap us in again. And oh, we'll I, I, I went back to recording, so just keep yours going. Just keep both of yours sure. going, and you'll just know the point where I come back in. And, uh, okay, and I'll just slide you in where you fit. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. So, yes, you've seen what I've played. Nathan finished his list, so John, just fi- go through the last ones on your list for honorable mentions. Alright, I only had two left. Uh, Injustice, Gods Among Us. Okay. All right. I never Big got a fan. chance to play that. It was, I liked it. The story mode was good. Not as good as Mortal Kombat was the previous year or two. Okay. Uh, the characters played good. It, I really liked how Mortal Kombat 9 plays, so I kind of like that, although it was not, like, it's just not as good as Mortal Kombat in every aspect, but I still enjoyed it. Okay. Definitely, definitely not enough just to meet uh, uh, the same goal, but yeah. I really like that story mode. The story mode's good, but I, I think Mortal Kombat 9 does the story mode better. I just, like, Okay, first scene. It's not much of a spoiler. I've said it on the podcast before. Superman kills the Joker. That's bananas. That is bananas. So yeah, uh, what's your next? What's your last game? Final Seems game. Not a character, but okay, maybe they explain it. Yeah, they do. Okay. It, it is. It is very explained. Uh, mm-hmm. Final game on my list of uh, honorable mentions is The Legend of Zelda: Link Between Worlds. What? Okay. <laughs> Sp- maybe tip my hand a bit there. That may show up again in the show. <laughs> All right, I I enjoyed it. It is the first Zelda game in an incredibly long time that has actually kept my interest long enough for me to finish it. Okay, but so that's a I good d- point. I just kind of felt like I was still going through the paces while playing it. It's like, like, yep, okay, dun, 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 dungeons. Good. I, I felt engaged enough to want to finish it, but not like this is the most mind blowing game in the world. It's just like, oh, did you finish just, it? You finished it? Yeah, I did finish it. Okay. All right. I, I finished it. I think uh, Friday. Cool. Cool. Uh, I I enjoyed all the fights. I enjoyed all the dungeons, but it's just like, eh. This do, is okay. do you think the renting system has potential to go forward in the series? Or? I like the concept of it. I don't like the execution of it. Okay. Like it just like, kind of. Why not? Like what's wrong? Oh, with like the repossession part of it because that was getting tedious. No, I I kind of understand that, but like yeah, at the same time, that forces you to play a little bit ca- more careful. Yeah. But sure. no, sure. I don't know. It just. Did not quite make the list for me. Okay. We'll perhaps see that game again. It's, yeah. All right. It's, okay. That's all of the uh, sub-smaller categories. Yep. That's... All we have left is now our top ten lists, along with the top ten list from the community choice. Mm-hmm. The way we will do this is, again, we will go in a circle. We will do our top ten, like our number ten, our number nine, working our way down to one. And we won't do all of the community up front. We will put them in with our, you know, round round table discussion. Yeah, include them in the... Um, There's a few uh, ties in the top ten for the community. So we just... There's a few more than ten games in the community list. I'll say that. We just let them all fit in the slot. Okay. But starting off, we'll do community first. Uh, The community's uh, tenth favorite game, or I guess the number ten slot, of 2013 was Ace Attorney Dual Destinies. I that would be on my list if it wasn't in my pile of shame. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, I'm next, I, I suppose. So my number ten game of the year was Rezogun. Oh, really? PlayStation yes. Four repping on the list. Okay. What was it about um, Rezogun that? It just it kind of hit my geometry wars bug like itch of like just go high score let's do it i wish i had more friends who would beat me on the leaderboards so i had more incentive to 
aggressively go back and play it. Okay. But I just, I have a lot of fun. I like the way it looks and sounds. Colors are going everywhere. And um, the PS4, I can play that thing on my Vita. I did that, and that was just, that was fun too. I had a lot of fun with Resogun. And I want to have more fun. John, you should play more Resogun. I'll try. <laughs> I did enjoy it, so. <clears throat> Nathan. Uh, number 10 for me was also the surprise, uh, State of Decay made it on there. Nice. Um, mainly just, like, the way it handles open world, like, the way it does indoor and outdoor, like, just kind of blew my mind in a way. Like, it was just like, why haven't more games had this thorough of an open world where you can go into every house and find stuff? And even though I haven't, like, finished it, there's, like, I, there's a good chance I'll go back and play more of that. There's There's more to be seen and done, so... Yeah, but that that initial few long sessions there really impressed me. So, I guess I will mention. Yep. Um, for those who haven't wa- listened to one of our Game of the Year podcasts before, uh, if one of us mentions a game that is further on someone else's list, they will also talk about it then, and then we will skip their turn when we get down there. Yeah. Just so we don't talk about the same game twice, uh, we might as well just put them uh, together, with the uh, exception of the community. Uh, because I would rather present my games than the community. <laughs> okay. So you're saying if the community has a game on there that's on yours, you'll just be like, okay, cool, and then move on until it's on one of our lists? Yes. Okay. Then we'll talk about it. Okay. <clears throat> John, what's your number 10? My number 10 is Super Mario 3D World. That's my what? number 9. So. <laughs> Sorry. All right, that's my number 5. All right, you're you're shocked that I have it so low on the list. Yeah, I was thinking like this is John's number one. Like John is Mario guy. You know what the funny thing is? It almost didn't make my top ten. That's what I bumped Rayman Legends. What for. is your list? I oh. I told you my list is weird this year. Holy smokes! Okay, tell me why you hated Super Mario 3D World. I didn't hate Super Mario 3D World. I think it's a good game. It obviously is if it made top ten. Why'd you barely <sighs> like it? No, I don't. It's at number nine I, for me, so it's kind of lower than I thought it might end up being. But I can don't know. I can I be blunt about one thing about Super Mario Three D World? Yeah, sure. But I don't like it in multiplayer. I don't. Okay, I, was... I haven't done that yet, but it seems like it might be too chaotic to actually be good. What are you talking about? You and me played it together. Oh, barely. I I got there at the end of that. Oh, right. There was the two player, but once you bump it up to four, I only got into a little bit of that, and it just seemed nuts. Like it was just like you guys are just running, and I'm trying to play. But, okay, I will just fall and be in a bubble. Like, you know. But, yeah, two players seem to be functional in a way that four gets to, gets, loses it a bit. But, John, what are you talking about? Four players, two players, any of it? You just want to play it by yourself? I've done four, or sorry, I've done two and three players, and it's just, it, it's kind of a pain in the ass at certain points. It ruins the flow of the game, in my opinion. Okay. So, th- just... this is a game that feels like it's been properly designed for one player. Although, I was hearing some people say, like, the stages are too wide for one player to get the same kind of fast-paced stuff, because it's a four-player game. Right. Did you feel that at all? Like, the stages were too big? No. I, I, I kind of like I liked the size of the stages. It was great. Yeah. Okay. Like, the, I, I've the heard stage, that complaint, The so stage I... design in these games, or in this game, incredibly solid. Love the stage design. It gets super creative later on. It's just, I don't know. Just something about it, while it feels good, and it's definitely the strongest Mario platform game we got in a while, it just did not really 
quite scratch the uh, same itch that other games have in the past. So uh, For me, I think why it's kind of lower on the list was, uh, I mean, I did play 3D Land this year as well, so some of the surprise was gone, but that, that still, I felt that made some more anticipation for it on a big screen and everything. It's just like, I had one really magical day with it, and then that was kind of it. Like, I just kind of put it down after that. And there's more to be seen and more to be done, but I kind of had one big, like, marathon and then it just didn't pull me back yet. So, I don't know. It's really impressive, really colorful. I like the new costumes and the music and everything. I, I still, I don't know why they have Mario come up to save every single time you beat a stage. That's just At least that's a me. short, quick save. It's not that bad. I don't know. And keep, in mind, keep in mind, keep in mind, keep in mind, all the new Super Mario Brothers games force you to beat a specific stage to save the game. Yeah. This like, at least lets you stop playing whenever you want. I guess. It's just, I don't know why he can't just pop up in the corner and be auto-saving like every other game. I, I do mainly find it weird yeah. it takes a couple seconds, but it's a short couple seconds. I know. Like I was just saying it was like three. this weird little naggy thing that happened like 200 times while I was playing it. Um, but anyway, Sean, you liked it more than us. So yeah, this game was my number five. Okay. You guys are crazy. I still like um, it. It's number nine. Top ten. It's better than Last of Us, according to this guy. Uh, I played a ton of that. I had a, probably a good, like a solid weekend of playing through that. Mm-hmm. Again, the I had a, you know great moments of just kind of going on the couch and playing that on my uh, on the on the gamepad. Even though it's not the best use of the gamepad, but uh, the music's fantastic in that game. Yep. It looks fantastic. Yep. That cat suit is great. Some of those levels are so much fun that I would specifically get people to come over and play it so I could show them specific levels. I really wish I had a bookmarking system so I could remember which levels I really liked. That's the one issue I had with it. But, yeah, just, I... Those games... that I had so much fun with those games. And I didn't play a ton of multiplayer. I played it primarily single player. But the times I did play multiplayer, I, I kind of... You have the expectation that this is just going to be chaotic. So I didn't care if I was losing or whatever. Okay. I also like the Miiverse use in that. That was one of the first times I was really impressed by that. Like, just the whole community talking about it and, like, yaying various dumb jokes and comics they were making with the stamps. Like, there's there's some kind of fun zeitgeist moments there playing it the first day it came out. But, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Community number nine. Community number nine. Uh, there were actually two games tied for community number nine. It was Project X Zone, or Cross Zone. Uh, and uh, Bioshock Infinite. Okay. Those, wow, those were the two tied games? For number nine. Oh, there's another tie later on, too. You're right. There's another tie. Le- there's one more tie later on. I My number nine game. I can't believe a cross zone is the same as Infinite. That's so weird. <laughs> that's our community. Kind of. That's kind of cool. I mean, Bioshock like, I, in, I enjoyed cross zone, but, like, not to the extent I would enjoy Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, you I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to put it. Like, I mean, I I enjoy turn-based strategy, so I can't say too much. Okay. My number nine was Need for Speed Rivals. Oh, it actually. Okay, I thought. I I put it on my okay. pile of shame because I hadn't played it enough. That's why. That's probably what you're hmm. thinking of. So you ended up quite liking it then. I I thought. I, I yeah. I, I I quite like it. Uh, I don't quite get all the criticism it's been getting, specifically with Giant Bomb, but. No, like, I, even just, like, showing, like, John, like, just how easy you can go in and out of races with whatever you're doing. Uh, I love that soundtrack. 
I think that game looks really nice as well. I love all the like leaderboard stuff of like when you go off a jump, you can see a dotted line of like someone on your le- the highest person on your leaderboard, so you know if you had a better arc than them and whatnot. Okay. But yeah, just being able to like go in a race and then it's like, well, while I'm in a race, the pursuit's gonna start, and then while I'm done the race, I still gotta get out of this pursuit. But I'm gonna do another race while I'm doing this, and then the you know, you know the whole easy map system with the D-pad of like being able to navigate around. Really, it's it's great. I really enjoyed. Need for Speed Rivals. Yeah, had I played, had I played more of it, it probably would have creeped up in my top ten. The story is pretty non-existent and goofy. But yeah, like, <laughs> like did you enjoy like th- even when I was playing a little bit at your place, it was like the dialogue is really weird. Like, it's just, what like, were what were some choice lines from that game, anyways? Because I know the cops and some Robert's, choice line yeah. that I can remember off the top of my head is like the police just kicked the hornet's nest. <laughs> okay. Or like, uh, like to stop them, we have to become them. All right. Yeah. Just so, like weird, like, extreme talking dudes racing. Like, yeah. Sure. The the racer's name is Zephyr. Okay. So that's so dumb. Oh, and isn't but, the cop yeah. go undercover as Fate or No Fate? Something like that. I haven't eight. got to that part with the cop. I've been playing more of the uh, of the racer side. Okay. But all right, but, uh, there, there it is on there. Yeah. No, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Story is pretty pretty ignorable for the most part. Um, you just need to kind of make sure you're hitting these milestones, which you can do while you're doing anything else. So it, I, I think it's nicely designed and I like it. Okay. Uh, my number nine, we already talked about. So John, what was your nine again? Oh, uh, Mario. 3D world. We, we, yeah. My number nine is Cloudberry kingdom. Oh, oh okay. okay. You did get way into that game. too hard. <laughs> uh, it takes a kind of special game to put me into a competition where I play it for 30 hours and then still be okay to play it later on. Yeah. That's... That game is, like, ridiculously difficult, and I still enjoyed every moment of it. And it's potentially an infinite resource of ridiculous platforms. Yeah, so... if the, the story stages are predetermined, but, yeah, like, the escalation modes are randomly generated stages. So if you want to challenge yourself, honestly, just play Cloudberry Kingdom, especially for the platforming games. Yeah. It's so hard. Holy smokes. <clears throat> uh, uh, community's number eight. Number eight. Community number eight was uh, Shimigami Tensei Four. All right, I have not played it. That was in John's pile of shame, right? So you at least have the intention to play was it? it. Yeah, I swear it was. Someone mentioned it. Which one? Uh, Shimigami Tensei Four. Yeah, it was. It was a couple places in the survey. No, no, in your list of stuff you want to play. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's on my, uh, on my pile of shame. Exactly. Yeah, that's, okay, what, that's what I said. There's 17 yeah. games on there. I thought it was one of them. Anyway, um, cool. Uh, Sean, number eight. My number eight is actually a piece of downloadable content that came out this year. Okay. okay. Uh, it is the Citadel DLC for Mass Effect 3. I heard that was good. I'll play it someday. But It's... It is really great if you have attachment to those characters and that universe. It is a must-play. You ass- there's it's basically two sections. There's one where you're trying to stop a like a, a a thief, and then the second one you're making a party. The thief stuff is pretty ignorable. Like who cares about that? But planning a party with all your friends, who you're going to invite, who gets to handle what, you know, getting to and every character you get to just chat with them about their life and what what they're up to. It's really great, and as someone who really likes those characters and re- is really interested in that universe, like, I've read all those books, uh, it was a great finish to that trilogy for me. 
So Mass Mass Effect House Party. This is pretty yep. awesome. Okay. Yeah. That, that's cool. I, I just didn't get around to that. I, I, actually, I'm more in a weird spot where it's like, I want to play through that entire trilogy again, so maybe I'll end that endeavor with that DLC in like 2016 or something. But yeah, that would take a while. Um, my number eight was uh, Saints Row 4. Ooh. It's on my list. Should I say okay. where? Do you want to spoil yeah. where? Or... Okay. Should I? If you, that's the, how we're supposed to do or it. Or you could but... just say it when we get to that spot for you, if you'd prefer. It, it's high on the list, I'll say Okay, that. I'll, I'll just... Okay. <laughs> I really liked it. Um, I If you recall, like I was a little put off by 3. Like I just didn't get the love everyone had for it. And I felt 4 addressed all of my issues on that front, because it just lets you get crazy as soon as possible. It doesn't kind of lead you through a bunch of kind of tedious stuff first. Um, there's a crazy super sign wig. I had a wizard robe and I was jumping all around playing crackdown and yeah, it was, it was kind of the crackdown game I wanted too. And I didn't even know I wanted more of that, but I did. And I collected a thousand orbs and didn't even think about it. It was just awesome. So yeah, that, that game did a bunch of stuff I found really endearing and funny and just kept playing it. I just wanted to, wanted to see it all. So I'll probably play more even like there's more to go do, but that central story just, I found totally addictive I, I couldn't get enough of it while i was while i was in there so yeah but just i don't know mass effect jokes matrix jokes like just dumb stuff but they kind of do it okay like i was i was laughing more often than not so yeah that beat him up bit i really like that bit that was saints the, of rage saints of rage was pretty good yeah that was like a you got gotta come see this like you know it's so weird but yeah fun times I guess we won't tip where it is on your list, so John, yeah. John I, I can say, say I can say it? it if you want. Does it ruin? What's up to, like I don't, no, it, it's it's not my number one. So. Okay, we'll go ahead then. All right, it's number two. Okay, okay, there you go. Why is it your number two? I just really enjoyed it, honestly. I keep in mind I didn't play too much of Saints Row Three, so all like the jokes from Three that transferred to Four didn't really like wear out on me because okay. it still felt sure. fresh to me. Uh, I enjoyed the superpowers. Like, it was super fun just being able to fly through the city, no problem. I played it co-op online, and while there were glitches, but it still was fun to play. I had a good time. Didn't really have a hard time. It's the, it's the last, like, not the last. It is the first open world game that has held my interest long enough to finish it since... Ever? Wow. <laughs> I, th- I think it's the first open world game I've ever finished. I love open world games, but okay. I, I legitimately think that's actually the case. Wow. Holy shit. Well, there you go. Well, then that's got to say something right there. So that's got to say something right there. Does it go up one notch then? Is it the... Can't move it now. Okay. It's locked in. Okay. All right. Awesome. I, I, All right. My, what's oh, your, and uh, my, number... actual, my actual number eight is Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Okay. Did you did you beat it? No. So oh, I, I didn't get the best part. I didn't get to the that best, is the best parts, part. But I still had a lot of fun with what it was. So Do you much, know what the ending is? No. Uh, thankfully, it has not okay. been spoiled for me. Uh, okay. Just so much of that goofy game is great. The flavor text is amazing. Whoever made that game has the exact same sense of humor I have, and I just want to hang out with them. <laughs> okay. That soundtrack That's... seemed good. I, I didn't delve into it entirely, but okay. There's a neon bow. I got yeah. that. And you know it's from the future because it's got neon on it. Mm-hmm. That's another very funny game this year for sure. Yes. 
Uh, was Community 7 another tie? Did, did we say that? Nope. Nope. Oh, okay. Nope. Uh, community number 7 is The Last of Us. Okay. Nice. My number 7 is Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. All right. Okay. Uh, I, I kind of mentioned it earlier. Yeah, they just, like, I've talked about it a ton on the podcast. The boating stuff is a lot of fun, and I hated the boating stuff in 3. Swinging from one ship to the next and then air assassinating guys is fantastic. They also seem to have kind of made it a lot uh, more obvious kind of which paths you should take when doing the missions so you could make sure you're going to do some def- definite badass stuff or not fail as often. Okay. Uh, the character's fun, uh, and it's just a gorgeous-looking game, hanging out in the jungles and whatnot and tree houses everywhere. I, I had a ton of fun with Assassin's Creed 4, and I can't wait for the next one now. Hmm. Uh, number seven for me, it's kind of weird to me that it's, yeah, no, whatever. I, I know why. Uh, Gone Home is number seven for me. Okay. Um, Whoa. Yeah. That on your list, Sean? Yes. Gone Home for me is number four. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I found it like a really incredible singular experience. Like there was nothing else that rewarded exploration quite like that. Um, just finding all the, like, finding the story components in that house felt kind of natural, even though people have pointed out subsequently that, like, it's a little weird these people are leaving that kind of sensitive stuff just out, like, it's like, who leaves their diary scattered over the kitchen table, essentially, but that didn't bother me while I was playing it. Um, I just found it, yeah, really kind of intriguing, just, like, I want to poke around and look at stuff in games, and that it rewarded that with you actually being able to kind of touch and read everything was kind of awesome um that said like parts of the core narrative didn't really totally resonate with me but like some of the side ones did so i still found the story generally pretty cool but for me i think it's just kind of like that thing where it's just like i have to look at it as this is like a one-time one-shot thing you can never find it again which kind of bummed me out in a way like i wish there was more stuff like this but there isn't so i don't know it kind of ended up being a little bit of a you can't ever play this story ever again, so I'm kind of a little bitter about that. I don't know why, but yeah. The commentary mode, though, I'm glad they patched that in. I found that pretty pretty intriguing and a cool reason to revisit it. But now I've kind of poured over all of that all that game has. So yeah, that's kind of maybe why it didn't rise after I played it the first time. Very impressive the first time I played it, but now it's kind of just going to sit on this list but not keep going. It's not going to be a thing I play in a couple years or whatever. Like, it's already over. But whatever, Mm. Sean. It's more of an experience type deal. Yeah, it's like a one... Yeah. Definitely made me think about game narratives in a way um, that I hadn't in quite a while. So it it was still really, really interesting, but it didn't quite rise to the top of of my list anyway. Like, my what I look for. But, uh, Sean, what, what was it that you thought about it? number four so i i really enjoyed going through that house uh exploring it was great you know playing on uh you know the whole horror themes and you know tricking the player and whatnot Mm -hmm. definitely you know worked for me i was super creeped out um and i wouldn't say i i super resonated with a ton of the stories but there was one specifically that was touching to me Mm -hmm. uh and there was just moments in that game that had my heart pounding i i had uh pretty ridiculous emotional responses to parts of that game that I was very shocked to see. I don't, I don't tend to get that. Yeah. Um, and just kind of, just kind of learning of the stories and whatnot. 
uh, was fun. All the uh, that's a cool house to explore. It's like it's such a big house. It's more of like a like a dungeon almost. Like what kind of house has a hundred million rooms? Well, giant right? mansion. Like they do kind of yeah. come up with fiction reasons for all of that. But yeah, I, like just cred- incredibly detailed. Like really thoughtfully put together. And like, yeah, yeah, it yeah. puts. Its... And there's a lot of really sweet moments. Yeah. that you can that you come across. Like living rooms, finding specific VHS tapes or just music tapes. Mm-hmm. Like it, it uh, invests in stuff that a lot of games don't. Like just the kind of details that you just do, don't happen in a lot of stuff. So it was kind of unique in a lot of ways. But um, yeah. John, your number seven. Yeah, seven. My number seven is Fire Emblem Awakening. Okay. Okay. I really like tactical uh, strategy games, like turn-based strategy games like Fire Emblem, and this was easily the best Fire Emblem game in a long time. Tons of content. This is my number three. This is your number three. Nice. Tons of content to it. Tons of missions. Everything you do unlocks all these branching paths. You can just street pass other people's armies and fight them whenever you want. You can actually buy other players' characters to put on your team. It's just incredibly creative. They added so much ridiculous content to it. They added DLC to it that if you want to like get through the game easier, you can do that. Or to make it harder for yourself, give yourself more challenges. Unlocks new classes like the Bride class and everything. It's just a really well put together love letter to Fire Emblem. And it's easily my favorite Fire Emblem game. Okay. Uh, Sean, I I, I want to say like when I was playing this, I, I played it a lot, kind of different than you. I kind of avoided a lot of the new stuff. I didn't grind that often mm. because you know I'm not used to grinding in Fire Emblem. I and I didn't do much of the DLC unless it was unless it was free and buying other players. I didn't do that either because I didn't want to play with old players and mm. I didn't want to like well I'll just buy the super powerful guy and make it easier. You can you I, can also I believe defeat them to earn their character. You don't have to actually buy them. Right, yes. I, I, I unlocked a lot of the old characters, but I never wanted to use them because it's like, well, I've already played a game with you. And also, like, if they're crazy powerful, I don't want the crazy powerful. I like building my team from, like, the weakest guy to you're now you're the craziest because I just put, like, 40, if not 60 levels of work into you. Um, yeah, no, you're right. It, it is a great, is a great, exp- uh, it's a great Fire Emblem game. I didn't play the Wii, the Wii one. I did. I only played about half of the GameCube one. I didn't care for that one either. I did not finish Shadow Dragon on the DS, but I love tactics strategy games. I love. It's basically chess. It's basically a puzzle almost, and I love mm. puzzle games. I play those games, making sure no one ever dies. Same so here. Restarting... It's such a headache though for doing that. But thankfully, this game does give the option to not have that enabled if you don't want it. But and that's another thing I ignored. I want that. I want to be able to try it out. And if I die, it's like okay. Well, I see you're challenging me. I will try it again, and I will best this stage. I know I can do it in some way. I just need to find the right combination of moves. And I love doing that. And yeah, so Fire Emblem Awakening is my number three. All right, community choice number six. All right, number six is a tie. It's a tie between Grand Theft Auto Five and uh, as. Uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf. <laughs> Two, like, completely different games. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Diversity. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, they're both kind of world simulators. Yeah, you kind of live in a town. And in a, in a way. Yeah. You can, go, you can, like, go chat with people. You can people. go shopping in both games. So they're kind That's of true. In fact, I think they're the same game. Like, Tom Nook's kind of a kingpin, you know. There's kind of some crime bosses. And... 
Yeah. I don't know. Uh, number, oh, yeah. So, sorry, it's Sean, so your number six. I was going to jump ahead. Cause I'm... All right. My number six was Tomb Raider. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, this is actually, besides Guardian of Light, like, this is, like, the first Tomb Raider I've really put some time into. Okay. Um, I like Uncharted a lot, and this game is basically Girl Uncharted, <laughs> or Uncharted with a girl. Yep. Which is really great, because um, it used to be described as, oh, it's like Tomb Raider with a dude, but they <laughs> took it back. They took treasure hunting yeah. away from them. All right. Um... Some of the set pieces are really fun. That game looks fantastic. I just loved kind of like, I don't, I don't, she doesn't have a hook shot, but kind of zip lining around the area, finding treasures and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the puzzle, the few short puzzles in the tombs are definitely fun. Um, and it just, like I used the bow that entire game and I never do that. I, I never care about stealth. I never care about like snipers. I'm always like, where is the handgun? Where's the machine gun? I want to be able to shoot as much as I can. But I used the bow 100% of the time. I felt like a badass using the bow. And I actually felt like like a predator when I was stealthing. And I, I'm terrible at stealth. And this allowed me to actually be good at stealth. Uh, so yeah, I, I had a ton of fun with that. Okay. Um, number six for me was Year Walk. Uh, okay. That was okay. pretty early in the year, but I, th- I think I, I still wish more people I knew play it so I could like really get into what I found so cool about the story, but the way they use the companion app just kind of ties you, the player into that world in a way I found like just really creative. Like I was just like, what? Like this just totally went off into a different direction. Like it, for the most part, it's like kind of weird touch related puzzles and just kind of this weird mystery and kind of cryptic horror stuff. But then, yeah, that kind of final thing that game did really kind of put it into a really memorable category for me. So, yeah, that, that game does some really neat stuff. And I've been meaning to play Device 6 more. Like, I got stuck pretty early. So, as far as I know, they kind of iterated on some of that cool stuff they stumbled onto at the end of Year Walk already. But, yeah, I don't know. That, that, that was the one. That was where I discovered, like, their kind of way of doing storytelling or whatever. So, Samogo, pretty impressive. Um, I guess it's coming to PC at some point too, so more people can finally play it. Cause, uh, like I was right. recommending it to people with like Android phones and they're just like, oh, I can't play that. It was just like, oh, that sucks. Like I, I almost want to like, like lend you my old iPod or something so you can play it. But yeah, it just, uh, just stuck with me. It's, it's pretty sweet. John, number six. Typing of the Dead Overkill. That was the surprise as well, so. Yeah. You played uh, House of the Dead Overkill, right? Is it the same I'm, content? Just I'm a typing? big fan of Overkill. It's the same content of House of the Dead Overkill Director's Cut, so the oh, version okay. that was on the, uh, the the PlayStation 3. Oh, I So that's, that's with, I think, the two extra chapters. But, like, House of the... I, I love Typing of the Dead. I love the previous games in the series. And I love House of the Dead. And I love House of the Dead Overkill. So combining them together and then not telling anyone and suddenly coming out for a cheap price... Where they add in DLC, where you can just all have like sports content, like all you type are sports words, or Shakespeare lines, or just okay. swear words. Can't you also like mix those? Yeah, so, it's, so like, you can have like Shakespeare. Yeah, exactly. It's just brilliant. I love it. All right, I have a qu- I have a question though. How do you pick up items? Because I couldn't figure that out. Tab, tab. Okay, isn't it? Sorry, yep. did I speak tab. over? You? Okay. Well, you didn't know when we were talking about it, but yeah, no that. I, I, I was kind of impressed with some of the word combinations they had, even in my brief session with it yesterday. Like, the one that stuck with me was Ringo was best. 
I was just kind of <laughs> chuckling while typing it because it's just like, what? Why like, is there there's like, like so weird... there's so many weird lines and there's like thanks Obama's a line. Yeah, uh, the strip club stage. There's just so many weird phrases that come up. It's pretty pretty humorous use of that whole thing. It's really strange. And I've never played Overkill, so it's kind of an introduction to like that weird super cursy grindhouse thing they were doing with that game. So, yeah. oh, it also reminded me of another game I played earlier this year that. I didn't remember in time for the list. It wouldn't have made the list. It would have been an honorable mention, though. Okay. It's a, try, it's a teaching typing game that came out this year. I don't know. Okay. It's like Winter Bottom teaches typing or something like that. Okay. I don't know. I'll, I'll look it up meanwhile. But yeah, no, Typing the Dead Overkill, highly recommend it. And it's a good way to also work on your typing while having like a super goofy time. All right. Uh, swinging back around to the top five. What's uh, What's the community into? The top five game from our community was Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. Okay. There you go. Mine was uh, Super Mario 3D World. Yep. Uh, mine was Rogue Legacy, which uh, okay. <clears throat> I kind of just took as like, oh, I haven't played a side-scrolling Castlevania game in a while, and like that just kind of fit that so well for me. Like I was just having tons of fun exploring those castles and whatever, and it randomizing things was fun. Uh, the humor and, like, the developer putting their own games in it as kind of, like, weird bonus, like, like kind of a museum of their development history was kind of novel. But, yeah, I don't know. Just, like, the different weird funny powers they give all the different generations and building up your castle and stuff. It just totally had me for, like, a, I, I don't know if it was a week or what, but, like, there was just nights where I was just going back and trying to f- level up my guys and get more bosses and get more loot and, like, defeat those bosses and whatever. I haven't done the New Game Plus stuff. Like, I guess there's still more to be had. But uh, that initial rush of just fun jumping around and slashing up weird creatures in a castle was was really cool. So I didn't get tired of that music either, which I found surprising, just how much I was listening to the same tracks over and over. Um, and I guess that ended up being a good podcast game too. Like, just put that on and have just listen to stuff. Marathoning tons of podcasts and playing Rogue Legacy was a... When did that come out? When was that in the year? It seemed like it was earlier. Uh, April, I think. Okay. See, so, yeah, that was a while ago, but it's it's still, uh, that was a good time. Did that sh- not show up on anybody else's? That no one was feeling it? I haven't played it. Oh, okay. No, I, I played it, but I didn't put it on my list. Okay. Sean, what was your number five again? That was Super Mario 3D. Right, yeah, okay. so we talked about it earlier. Uh, before I say what my five is, uh, the game I was thinking of is Icarus Proud Bottom Teaches Typing. Uh, I highly recommend you play that because it is definitely not what you expect it to be. Okay. I don't even know what it's, that is. It's like it's a flash game, so. Okay. Uh my number five, and I don't think anyone saw this coming, Towerfall for the Ouya. Oh, did you actually get to play a lot of it or Yeah, I played a ton of it back at PAX Prime, and that game is amazing. This is one of the few games I'm actually waiting for to come out on Steam next year. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. I'm anticipating this game coming out on Steam. I guess the only thing that's kind of been a stick in the mud, like for while well, like made me a stick in the mud about that kind of thing. It's just like, you need to have a group of friends to play it with yeah. to make it work, right? So I, I'm just kind of like anticipating this sad scenario where it's like you have this really cool game, but like no, you never get to play it because that never happens, you know? Like, when are you going to run into four people with controllers? Maybe you will, like the way you kind of invite people over to your place and play video games or whatever. I, I don't know if I will ever get anything out of that game. Same with Samurai Gun. Like, they seem like... Peas in a pod of like cool games I won't play ever, 
hmm. which is kind of sad. Yeah. No, I highly, I highly recommend if you get to play it, though. For those who don't know what Towerfall is, it's basically, imagine, uh, an arena combat game, or let's just say Smash Bros., but with bows and arrows, and, like, you can dodge, catch arrows. It is a fast-paced, frantic, 2D platforming, archery, deathmatch game. Yeah. With, like, do, like crazy powers, like, the game, like, moves around a bunch. You, there's, it's so good. I just can't even put it into words. And it's if you, definitely if going you get to into, more platforms next year, right? Like PlayStation. Yeah, it uh, it will be going to Steam and PlayStation Four next year. Yeah. So, uh, but it's got, like being called like Towerfall Ascension. So don't be surprised if Towerfall Ascension gets mentioned some point next year. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the only thing people are talking about on Ouya, but like, yeah, no, playing it at conventions was like totally awesome. Like you could just there was never not a crowd around that game. But I don't know. I, maybe I, maybe there just needs to be like a Calgary Towerfall League, and then I can go to that, and it'll be great. But it doesn't exist yet, so yeah. What's uh, number four? Going Community's number four. Number four, and now this is where the votes uh, skyrocketed, so lots of people liked the top four. Uh, number four for the community was Super Mario 3D World. There you go. So that's two Nintendo By almost games twice as many points as Luigi had, so... So Weird, everyone okay. likes Mario more than Luigi. Got it. <laughs> in the year of Luigi. In the year of Luigi, <laughs> Mario is king. He's in that game, though. To be to fair. Be fair. Yeah. Yeah, Sounds he's not fun. fun to play as, but yeah, he's in that game. Well, okay. My number four was Gone Home, as we talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my number four is The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds. Nice. Game's good. That's really yeah, I really liked it. Um, and like I I do want to play it again on New Game Plus, which is I have not done that in a Zelda game in a long time. Um, but yeah, no, I don't. I found just how fast that game was compared to other Zelda games really cool. Like, it's just like, do you know what you're doing? Yeah, okay, well here's some stuff. Go get get going, get adventuring. Like it just seemed like it. There was no fat on the front end of that. There was still a little bit. But not that much. Like, I, I started another game again, and, like, you do have to go to the temple and bad stuff happens and whatever before they really let you start running. But, relatively speaking, that is a fast-paced Zelda game, and that was kind of sweet. And, I don't know, I kind of, like, the painting stuff, the finding heart pieces, the Mai Mai's, all that stuff, just, I, I was totally cool doing all that stuff. And the 3D, this first time, that has been a major asset for a game for me, so that was kind of... Made the 3DS make sense in a lot of ways. I was I was really impressed. That by part that. of that part in like the mountain where you're falling on so many different things, like dropping down onto different platforms, kind of thing. Or... While they're all moving and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that area. Oh man, there's. I died so many times there. And then I the the, the dungeon where you basically you're doing that same thing but going uh, still going down. Yeah, yeah. And just like transparent floors, so you just kind of see how stacked up these dungeons are. Like there, there's some pretty cool stuff in there, and. I don't know. I kind of liked how it dealt with the two dimensions. Like the story actually had a moment or two where I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's a cool little reveal you just did right there in this Zelda story. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, so... no, I'll give them I'll give them that. Although they, they hint to, I believe, the same thing you're pointing at earlier in the game. Probably. Maybe. If it's a thing. But I, I don't know. Um, Yeah, that, that game was really slick. So I liked it a lot. I'm going to play it some more eventually. Um moving down the line. All right, number 4. Yep. Number 4 for me is Dive Kick. All right. <laughs> uh honestly, just a really fun game that is surprisingly more deep than people expected to be on original look. Mhm. 
I have had some incredibly heated matches in Dive Kick that have been incredibly fun to play. So, I if, who's better, Dive or Kick? Uh, actually, I believe Kick is technically better. Okay. One of, okay. One of his supers is technically better than Dives. <clears throat> Oh, just like this is objective. This isn't even who do you think is uh, based based on the well. The kick also just constantly quotes Will Smith. So oh, okay, okay. Uh, d- did you play online a lot? Like, are you still... yeah? Okay. I, like again, this seemed like to me like a game that really thrives on local multiplayer. But I guess if you I I played it as recently it. as last week. Okay. Um. There you go. No, I just I I find it fun. If you're into fighting games, you'll definitely love Dive Kick. And if you're not, it's actually a fun, easy game to get into. Pretty accessible. Yeah, I was definitely wanting to be playing it. Hmm? I definitely wanted to try playing it, for sure. Yeah, no, I recommend it. It's for, I I recommend mainly for the multiplayer, though. I've not tried the single player, and I've heard it's not the best. So. I, I started going down that path, and yeah, it's I guess it's kind of neat they threw it in there, but it's kind of tedious. Like, just, you're pressing X through a lot of just dialogue, like just characters, text popping on the screen, and it's not... It's kind of just tedious. I don't know. The, yeah, the multiplayer is that game. Yeah. But, yeah. Cool. Top Community th- vote number three. Top three. Community vote number three was uh, Legend of Zelda A Link Between Worlds. Nice. I like that game, too. Yep. And my number three was uh, was still Fire Emblem Awakening. Okay. Do we, we know all of yours except for your number one, don't we? I don't think you know my number two. Uh, I know we your number two. Oh, John. Sorry, I thought we, I thought we said your number two, Sean. Sorry, I don't think so. Um, my number three is maybe a little debatable, but uh, hey, you guys have played this game called Spelunky. Oh my god! Uh, you know what? I will say one thing. A bunch of people thought it was going to be your number one, so there you go. Okay, Sh- shake up. It kind of almost was for a little bit, but then I had a recent revelation that like anytime you're playing and you don't have a jetpack isn't as fun as when you do have a jetpack, so they kind of screwed But wait, up. did Spelunky come out this year? It came out PC, on PC. PC version did. And Vita this year. Remember, Daily Challenge DLC is the winner of Nathan's that, list. That's kind of the reason it kind of makes that game more of a competition. Like I kind of care more about how I'm doing personally as a Spelunky player. Whereas before, it's just like, whatever, the game just is evil, and that's why I died that time. It's like, no. So dude. you're saying the, the the entry is the Daily Challenge DLC is number three? Sure. I mean, you got Citadel, I got Daily Challenge DLC for Splunky. Why not? Same thing. Same thing. Uh, it's more of a patch, really, but it, it's a cool mode that kind of makes the community have something to focus on and be like, no, dude, this guy's better at Splunky than you because he actually beat it with the exact same run so you need to step up and it's like oh shit so yeah i don't know it's it's cool that i got way into that game this year more so than i did last year i think it was number five on my list last year that was the xbla version so maybe next year number one what do you got Derek? you patch it one more time impress me 2014 you're with splunky could happen <laughs> i don't i don't know that game's cool super meat boys in it. i didn't know that until recently i found him He's in a weird monster that I also didn't know was in that game. It's full of mystery. He's inside of a monster? Yeah, there's a weird creature in the jungle stage that you can get eaten by, and then there's a level in there. It's awesome. Weird. Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff in that game. Um, Hell, I, I have to go there. That's that's still a thing that's dogging me. But anyway, yeah, you number can, three. You can do it, Nathan. You can go to hell, Nathan. Th- Good job. Thanks. <laughs> uh, did we, John, number, number three? 
Number three, The Stanley Parable. Okay. Um, I, I really enjoyed The Stanley Parable. It's good. That game, I, I found myself, I played it nonstop. I think I got like ten endings just in my first sitting because I was just having so much fun finding out what different things I could do, how to break the game as much as I can. But the, the brilliant thing about the game is that the game is designed to make you think you're breaking it, but it's actually what they wanted you to do in the first place. Like that that's there's content there to kind of Yeah, acknowledge that stuff. It's yeah. cool. There there is literally an ending where if you try to open up the console and hack the game, the game will give you an ending because you tried to do that. It okay, recognizes yeah, that kind you're of doing this. of all scenarios. And there stuff, are points yeah. where you can clip through the walls <clears throat> and they're like, Oh yeah, we knew you were gonna try that, so here's your ending for this. It's so clever. I just love yeah. it. And the narrator's fantastic, the writing is amazing. Just the the dialogue alone of just sitting in the broom closet, the entire spiel is just so good. That one's pretty good, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. the writing is so sharp, highly recommend it, and it's fairly cheap too, so highly recommend Stanley Parable. There's, there's got to be tons of right. stuff I haven't seen in that then, because some of the things people have been describing like in the Game of the Year discussions of late has just been like, that. I didn't, I didn't see that. I thought I saw it. Okay. But yeah, no, it's definitely pretty cool. Um... Didn't didn't make my I, I, I probably should have put that on honorable mentions or something. But. I thought you did. Who or was it Sean who had on honorable mentions? I had it on. Yeah, there. okay, yeah. with Sean. I did play the mod a while ago, so maybe it just kind of didn't like surprise the same way. The demo's great though. I, I that was actually a great part of that game. That some of my favorite jokes around Stanley Parable are actually in the demo, not in the actual game. So that was a fun okay. surprise. Eight. That was great. I think eight is in the game somewhere, though. Oh, weird. Uh, no, there's an achievement for eight, but it's actually for just typing eight on the keypad in the office. Oh, weird. Okay. I don't. I don't. It's not the same as the eight button that just says eight when you press it. I thought that was really funny. Mm. Like I just losing it. See, because like I was expecting the PAX demo stuff, because I was like, oh, did they just repackage this and put the? And it's like, no, there's actually a different thing. So there's exclusive content all around. It's weird, but um, yeah, no, Stanley Parable is pretty sweet. Uh, number two, we're at the final two. Mm-hmm. Final two. Now, when we were so for community, when we were adding up the votes, number two and one, like back to back, switching the whole way through, we kept alternating. alternating yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah, and another huge jump in votes. So these two games are easily the community's top choices, but by just a few points, number two is Pokemon X and Pokemon Y. So technically, it's a tie for second. Yeah, so there's three games. Exactly. Uh, My number two, which I don't think we know, but it's The Last of Us. Okay. I thought thought that I got mentioned earlier. Sorry. I mentioned it earlier, but Uh, that's not related. So, okay. Last of Us. What what did you like about it? I love the story. I love the characters. The uh, facial capture in that is fantastic. Just being able to see their emotions on their face, like... It it was it was perfect. Mm-hmm. It matched everything that that's that's a very cool world to be in. Uh, you mentioned earlier zombies. Am I still into zombies? Well, clearly, you know, Naughty Dog knows how to make me interested in zombies. Um, I love the ending of that game and the beginning of that game. It has one of the best intros. We almost had a best intro category because of that game and Saints Row Four. Okay. Um, but. Yeah, no, I love how the ending kind of uh, mimics a lot of what happened in the beginning part, a lot of callbacks. Uh, I think it plays very nicely. It leads you properly. Like, you're, I never felt lost for the most part. And there's a ton of, like, 
similar to your state of decay thing, you can't go in every room, but every most almost every room you go into, it's a completely like there's they modeled so much. They filled that world with so many interesting little tidbits. There is a lot of environment detail, yeah. I think it was like pretty like during kind of the period when everyone was playing it, so people were like looking at toilet paper rolls in the house and just being like, This person put this on wrong. It's just like that's just weird that there is that level of micro detail. Like I think it was in the hotel I was pretty impressed by some of that stuff. But uh Right, and it was another game that actually made me feel like a badass for using stealth. Like when I could get through an area where I didn't where I was not seen, mm-hmm. that was that was awesome. And I felt like this like the best player. And like I've heard it before. I like the bombcast mentioned it. Like you kind of go into a house in that game, and you just based on like what is in the house and how damaged it is, or how things are damaged, you can kind of tell the story of how that that family like was attacked or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, uh, and yeah, just that ending. Like that's that's an incredible ending. Uh, I'm gonna remember the Last of Us for a long time, uh, and that's why. It's my, and yeah, that's why it's my second best game of the year. Isn't there an impending DLC, like, pretty soon? Yeah, I think it comes out in January. Oh, okay. Yeah, it takes place beforehand with Ellie. You play as Ellie. Okay. And yeah, that, that that whole winter scenario is fantastic. Like, it's so good. And the giraffes? Ugh, there's so many great moments in that game. Uh, I don't, I don't know what to, like, yeah. Okay. Uh, did you play the multiplayer at all? I guess I'm just gonna throw another little question in there. I did not. Okay. I played that. And that was kind of cool too, but whatever. Uh, it takes advantage of the combat in some some neat ways. Um, but okay, my number two, uh, the top two spots were kind of switching a bit with me. I don't know. I'm just gonna say it, and then it'll be official, and we'll whatever. Uh, number two ended up being Papers Please. Nice. Okay. Which I found really cool in that kind of. Like, you know, last year I, I got way into cart life. Like, that same kind of, like, turning real-life tedium into somehow interesting gameplay mechanics I was really impressed by. But I liked how here, like, the mechanics and the story just kind of felt really natural. Like, story stuff would happen, and you're kind of still in your role. Like, you still have to just perform your job, but you're kind of wrestling with, like, the weird tension between these countries and all this. Like, it kind of unfolds really naturally, my only issue with that, I guess, is, like, there's, like, 20 endings in that game, which is kind of on its face great, because there's so much content to see. But I'm at a point now where, like, I'm kind of just treating it like a puzzle, where I'm just trying to find where is the next branch to where I can see new stuff instead of the old stuff again. And it's kind of making me re- go through a lot of just tedium for the sake of tedium now. It's like, I've already done this tedium. Can I be rewarded with new content yet? I don't know. It's it's kind of, that was kind of the thing that was kind of keeping me from going back to it again, because there's more I want to see, but it's hard for me to get at that stuff, and not in a way that's make like the, the compelling anymore. I don't, I don't know. But the initial rush of, like, figuring out how that game works, and, like, sorting your documents, and kind of meeting all these characters, and kind of the thought processes that started about thinking about Border Patrol guards, and just kind of, like, the way people treat others and their job and all this. Like it, it was a very thoughtful, like thought provoking game. And I was really impressed by it, especially like with its kind of simple style. Like it's primarily made by one dude, Lo- Lucas Pope. And he, he's done some really impressive stuff there. And the music and everything is like really appropriate and fits and everything. And it's, it's got a lot of personality and style. And yeah, I, I thought it was really, really, really compelling, but I, yeah, just that kind of, there's more I'd like to see, but it's not 
being helping me see that stuff kind of tainted a little bit. So that's why it's not at the very top. But yeah, I really liked it. Did, did either of you guys end up looking at it much or not really? I picked it up on the Steam sale the other day, but I have not played it yet. Okay. I've actually been playing it the uh, this week a few times. Okay. Uh, I just haven't played enough of it. Okay. It's inch- it, I found it really cool, but yeah. Um, there you go. Number two. Uh, we talked about Saints right. Row, right? It's number two. Yeah, Saints Row 4 was my number two, and I'll, I'll just reiterate uh, the DLC in that game also pretty good. The Christmas DLC, really funny. Okay. How's the Dominatrix DLC? I haven't tried I it yet, it but I've been okay. told there's Velociraptors in it, so yeah. I kind of want to check it out just based on that. Do they? This I mean, I, I got the season pass, so. D- this time, do they roll that stuff into the main game, or no? Yeah, well, sort of. Uh, basically, you get to a certain point in the main game where it unlocks, and then you can just play it whenever you want. But, like, you know, there's Velociraptors. Can you... Are they in the main game, then, after that? Oh, um, well... Let me put it this way. In the, all the stuff I unlocked in the Christmas DLC, I can now use in the main game whenever I want. Okay, cool. Like I, I was just under the impression with uh, Saints Row the Third, they did had like fireballs and like pandas and all this weird stuff that you could only use in the DLC. So it's kind of lame that you can't. Just I, I bring can. That in. I can fly around uh, Steelport on a rocket robot reindeer and shoot Christmas music out of my dubstep gun. All right, good. They did it. <laughs> Finally. So there you go. Uh, yeah. So this is it. Number one. Community one for the community. game of 2013. Here's what you guys voted for and barely won over the previous game. The community game of the year for 2013 uh, was Fire Emblem Awakening. Yeah. What? Wait. What are, are all top five Nintendo? Uh, yes. yes. Okay. And t- n- number six is tied with a Nintendo game. Okay. So... In fact, if we include ties, every section except for seven is has Nintendo game okay. in it. Okay, so top-down perspective listeners love Nintendo. That's great. That's so fine. that that means like twelve of the games out of the twelve of the games, nine were Nintendo. They're gonna make a games. Uh, what, what can we say? They've, they've been like doing that, it for a yeah. long time. Good video games. The, the, my microphone's on a Hyrule Historia right now. You can't see that. Oh, here. There you go. See, Nintendo. Right there. Anyway, they're everywhere. All right, uh, my game of the year. I've brought it up many times. Yep. Is a uh, game and Wario. Yep. Wow. Okay. Awesome. No one likes that game as much as you do. I don't think. Like, <laughs> Apparently, it's it's fun. Apparently. I, I just... All right. Same. I enjoyed it, but not like to that extent. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I hot seated the entire like every mini game of that thing like two separate times. So I just went through like in one sitting every mini game like about three three times, three or four times. I think it's really funny. Um, I think it's the best use of the Wii U's gamepad versus the TV that the Wii U has. Mm-hmm. Uh, that fruit uh, multiplayer game is great and. And those, um, the little unlockable extras, the bonus content, they're hilarious. Even the credits are funny and weird. Okay. Uh, that developer is great. Like, they, I love everything that specific developer does. You know, Rhythm Heaven's great as well. So yeah, Game & Wario, 
I'm just like I just enjoyed so much, did, and it was a budget game on top of that. Did you ever get way into WarioWare or no? Because like I like WarioWare. I don't. I wouldn't say I got way into it, but okay. I've uh, I played the DS one a bunch as well as the Wii one. Okay, just like that's kind of like I've been getting that kind of energy from that team for a long time. Like I guess this one just didn't blow my mind in a way. It was just like, yeah, this is weird and strange in the way those guys do, but okay. Like, it, there, there's some inspired stuff in there. Maybe I just haven't looked. Like, have you seen, like, the drawing thing? Like, I, just, I watched the Giant Bomb Quick Look of it recently, and I I never saw this feature. It's like, you basically are playing Draw Something with the Miiverse, so you just draw a picture and then put it on there, and then there's just, like, just giant collections of just weird stuff Nintendo fans are drawing. Like, again, just a weird use of Miiverse, but that game has that. I don't know. Did you... No, I didn't know about that. Okay. I, don't, I haven't done, like, anything Miiverse with any Wii U game. Okay. I don't know. There, there's some definitely really weird stuff in that. I like the, the one with 9-Volt and the mom, like, that Gamer? stuff. Gamer? That one's really good. That's one of the gems. Some of the most player. intense, scary gameplay that the Wii U has done, like, was just, like, looking up and, like, the weird kind of juggling your attention between the things like that's kind of realizing some of the stuff i thought that console could do really well with like you're distracted with one thing but then something scary is happening that that game does that and it's awesome so i I respect your choice it's just really i just did not go that far with that game but maybe i'll play it again see see what the magic's going on uh my number one ended up being probably any guesses do you guys want to grand theft auto 5 yeah uh (laughs) I almost feel bad about it at this point. People have been ragging on that game a lot. And it's just like, I really liked it. I thought they did a lot of clever stuff with the writing. I thought they acknowledged all of the kind of dissonance problems they had in GTA 4. They just kind of gave you a character for each potential psychosis. Hey, it was community choice, number six game of the year. You're right. Yeah, tied with Animal Crossing, which means Animal Crossing is also your game of the year. Okay. That, no, wait. That's how that works, right? <laughs> oh, That's yeah, I works. guess so. What? It, it was on my honorable mentions, but... <laughs> I don't know. No game just kind of like stopped everything the way GTA Five did. Like I was just like, I need to play this. Paid my sixty dollars and then just played that until they like just wrung it dry. Like there was just nothing. And then online came out and was not great. But I don't feel that diminishes from the core campaign. I, I thought it got better. Like it wasn't it just really garbage the first couple weeks. Ma- ma- I only really played it the first couple weeks, so maybe I have a oh, kind well, of tainted perception of that. But. That w- that wasn't the thing I was there for anyway. I thought the core campaign, the way they deal with, like... like I thought Trevor was just a really clever character. Like, they're just like, if if players want to be just, like, total psychotic idiots, we're going to actually write to that and make this character as insane as anyone could possibly be with the gameplay in that game. And it kind of is amazing. The soundtrack, just the volume of cool stuff in there, the original stuff, the licensed stuff, like... Well, specifically, what is it? What's that radio station? Whatever. There's, like, a couple radio stations I really took a shining to. Um, There's some drawbacks. Like, I didn't think Franklin was as interesting a character as they could have made him. I found the story kind of restrains your ability to kind of impact it in some ways. It's just, like, this, like, villain character effectively only exists in cutscenes, so you can't kill him until a certain point in the story. Like, that kind of stuff made me just kind of mad, but I think maybe that was intentional. Kind of make me hate the villains and and whatnot in the storyline. But yeah, I just found that game incredibly compelling. I did a bunch of the weird side stuff. I thought the marathon was really weird. Like, just, like, an actual me sitting, holding up, and tapping X for half an hour was just, like, I. they got me to do that, and I thought it was kind of inventive. 
So I don't know that that they nobody does it as big and splashy and ridiculous as Rockstar. Like you could say they basically bought the top spot with like two hundred fifty million dollars of budget, but that game looks insane. So I'll probably play it again if it comes to PC. Like it is just a thoroughly like lavish crime simulator. So I don't know. I I was floored by it. It was really really cool. Um, yeah, there you go. Number one, John, you get the last one. All right. I um, I'm actually surprised this game ended up becoming my number one. I really didn't think it was going to be the case, but the more I thought about it, the more I thought it deserved it. My number one is Payday 2. I just started playing that, and it's pretty sweet, but I, I don't... How many hours have you done? Like, what, what? how many kites are you doing? 30 plus, I think, at this point. Okay. Um, I, elaborate. Like, I, I'm in, like, I'm initially intrigued by Payday 2, but I want to hear a veteran's thoughts. Like, what, what's, what is it with Payday 2 that made it take Payday 2... Is a game that can be as intense as you want or as calm as you want. But when it gets intense, it is incredibly intense. Uh, I was streaming it last night on my channel, and we had a train heist going on for about 30 minutes where we had to, people kept dying left and right, and we had to keep like playing incredibly safe to try to get through. And then after this 32-minute heist, we got to the very end, and then we lost by like two footsteps. Oh, man. Okay. So then we ended up doing it again, and we knocked it out in, like, 15 and did it correctly. But, like, it's just this game where, like, things can be... Things you think will be, like, perfectly sensible will suddenly just change on the fly for you. You just never always know what to expect. Certain things will be the same, but there will always be these little tiny things that will change and just mess you up. There's a lot of variety in the different heights you can have, even though there are a couple uh, different locations you can go to. Like, some of the places are repeated. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the music, the soundtrack is absolutely phenomenal. Simon Vicklin, the guy who did the Bionic Commander Rearm soundtrack, did the almost the entire thing. He keeps adding new tracks every couple of months. All good stuff. It seems, yeah, it seems that game is pretty well supported. Like they gave free like Christmas DLC to the community and stuff. Like the Go Maps, pretty recent, right? Like, yeah, I was that got that. added last week. Okay. Um, so yeah, they're definitely being really supportive of their community and stuff. And like, I mean, I've only put like four or five hours into it, but it was definitely kind of bringing back my initial love of Left 4 Dead. Like the first time I played that, like that co-op experience of just kind of like, oh, I barely made it. Like get to the van, all this kind of like that gameplay tense scenarios like is is pretty sweet. And I like the, the framework of it a lot. Like just like it is heat or something. It's just dudes robbing stuff. And you get your own stash, and you can buy upgrades. And the upgrades seem meaningful. Like, that was kind of, like, I finally bought a scope for my gun, and it actually feels like that wants me to play it again, because that'll impact how well I can do in the heist and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm, I'm uh, only... do you, Are you just joining random games? Are you playing solo, or what are you doing? I've been joining random games. So, that has... I'll point... I have I have a bunch of people I usually roll with when I play the game. Okay. And that's where, the, I think, the real fun is, like... Uh, traditionally it was just me and a friend always going in games together, Mm -hmm. but then I was having so much fun playing the game. I thought I'd try just going solo or just going with random puppies and stuff like that. And I'm still like enjoying it. It's a game that I really, I always look forward to playing and it's probably gonna be one of those games, probably the only game on this list that I'll still be playing a ton of in the new year. Okay. Um... Uh, I've also been told, and I don't know if this is entirely true. Apparently the 360 and PS3 versions, not as good as the PC version. Apparently the PC version gets updated consistently. The P- the other console versions, not so much. It's kind of the so nature if you of the are, platform, right? So. Yeah, if you are thinking of getting Payday 2, please go PC if you can. I mean, it's been on sale recently a lot. Um, it, it is part of the major winter sale. 
And the it soundtrack like, was on Steam as well, half off, so I got that. It was like $3 yeah. or something, so... Yeah. No, it... The soundtrack is really good, yeah. Sweet. Payday 2. Um, yeah, there you go. Did, like, I guess, fine, like, sorry, just like, like Monaco, does communication with your squad kind of really help that? Helps a ton. Okay. Because, like, I've Cause had... You, you can just plan out things, like... And this is... One thing I like about the game is, too, you can either completely stealth every mission, or close to every mission, mm-hmm. or you can just run and gun it. So it, like, however you want to mix up your play style, you can do that. And I think that's just the sign of a well-developed game. That still has problems, like, certain missions will always crash my game, or I should say one in particular. Okay. But, um... I don't know. There's just hasn't been a game in this long of a time that has kept my interest so much, especially a multiplayer game like Payday 2 has. So, uh, that's my it's my game of the year. Okay. Cool, cool. That, that's all of our game of the years. This is, um, isn't this the first year where all of our number ones, like, no one had on their list? Right, yeah. It's like, Payday yeah. 2 was not on my <laughs> yeah. list, but I like it. GTA 5. GTA 5 was on no one's list, and Game of game Wario Warrior. wasn't. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that's... This year has been like so much variety that yeah, there's been very little correlation on a lot of lists I've been seeing. A lot of people seem to like Zelda. That seems to be like one that's universally reasonably well liked, but it didn't show up on your guys' list, right? It was. Oh wait, wasn't it low on some of them or honorable mention or something? What Zelda? Yeah, Zelda was honorable mention for me. It, okay, it was like it would have been like twelve or thirteen. Okay. I've been seeing uh, Assassin's Creed getting a lot of praise. Like, it's generally well liked by a lot of people, kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. But no, it's been a weird year. So a lot of good stuff, but no one beacon that has kind of shone brighter than for, for some people. Last of Us is popping up a lot too, and I don't dislike yeah. it. It just barely missed the cut, and John hasn't been able to finish it yet. So. I haven't played far enough on it yet. Yeah. I'm currently only a fifth through the game. So I guess no consensus this year. There's no top. No, we only had the the one year where we had Ghost Trick. That's apparently going to be the only consensus game we've ever had. Yeah, maybe next time. So we have so we, we have a we have a final area a section of stuff to go through. I, I realized something first before we before we jump. Um, Nathan, you said a Zelda, like a Nintendo game was like your number three, or what, what was your highest Nintendo game? Uh, Zelda was number four for me. Okay, Sean's was number one, and mine was number seven. Yep. I had the lowest ranking Nintendo game. That's insane to me. <laughs> but Nintendo had a pretty sweet year, I thought, on the software front. Yeah, yeah, they had a lot of good games. I think most of my honorable mentions are Nintendo. Now that I think about it, yeah, and the community obviously loved a lot of that stuff. Like I'm, I haven't played a Fire Emblem game in a long time, but people have been like just saying glowing things about that one. So I'm just kind of like, oh, did I miss something? Like I played a GBA one and just found it like pretty intense. Like losing characters mm. just kind of bummed me out. Like I was just like, oh man, I'm just bad at this and kind of shied away from it, but. Maybe I should take another crack at it with this one. It sounds like it's all coming together pretty well. But, uh, okay. And they've got that easy mode if you don't like the permadeath. Exactly. But that's that's Fire Emblem. But that's kind of betraying the... Yeah, like that seems kind of against that game's unique thing. So, well, not unique, but a major asset of that game. But, okay. Uh, Yeah, sorry. The last category, I wasn't sure what to call it. I said 2014 stuff I'm interested in. That's that's what right. I called it. Before we go into what we're looking forward oh, to, yeah? we should revisit what we predicted last year. Oh boy, here okay. we go. What? So I wrote down everything we put. Prim- they're primarily games we were looking forward to. Sometimes we talked a little bit more about if we thought it would be good or if we thought it would be a failure. And then there was some more industry-related stuff. Okay. Uh, 
And I think we're kind of like 50-50 on whether if we were correct or not. Um, here's the question, though. I Paul was on last year. I have his as well. Should I announce those or just ignore them? I'd say Sam. Uh, I'll, say I'm them? interested. I will. Yeah, let's, let's hear him. Okay, so... Okay, so the games that I was looking forward to okay. uh, was Professor Layton and the Generation A, or the, I guess now it's called Azran Legacy, which that got pushed a year. Great. Uh, I also incorporated the new uh, Phoenix Wright and Layton game, hoping that would be good. That's still not out. Yep. I thought Last of Us was going to be good. Hey. Turned out that was correct. Two, so. I was excited for Wonderful 101. That was kind of... Whatever. Well, you put it on your mention list, uh, so it was pretty good. Right. But okay. Right. Uh, I was also excited for Fire Emblem Awakening. Hey. Which that turned out nicely. Uh, I also mentioned that I did not care for Metal Gear Rising Revengeance when that came up, which I don't know if that's entirely true. I enjoyed that game. Um, and then the uh, there was two things that I kind of talked about for hardware was I had assumed there would be a Vita. Like a 3DS sized, uh, price drop for the Vita. Uh, which John completely disagreed with. Okay. Yeah. Then John said, well, unless it's just before Black Friday. So he kind of totally copped out. Okay. And was I right? Well, I'm trying to think. I don't think they got a huge price drop. There was, I think, uh, no, what happened was the, the three the three G version got dropped down to the same price as the Wi Fi version, and then like and then the instead instead the Vita TV got announced, and that's like significantly right. cheaper. So yeah, so the way I kind of think is is I think it did lower in price, but the three DS was more of like a huge announcement, and the Vita clearly did not get a huge announcement, like an admission of so, failure kind of thing, like where it's like we bit, yeah. totally. So I would say I was wrong with that one. Okay. And then the last thing that I mentioned was that uh, I assumed that the next Xbox and the PS4 will have some form of account locking for software, uh, similar to a PC in order to fight used games, which I was wrong on PS4, the whole thing. Yeah. I was correct with Xbox One until they switched Exactly. It. So I ended up being wrong it's weird. with yeah, that so one, it's like too. Microsoft was going down that path. And then they got yelled at, and it stopped happening. So you were close, right. almost, almost. But oh well, right. that's too bad, I guess. Okay, now I have Nathan's list. Oh no, okay. Nathan predicted that the last Guardian would be bad. <laughs> okay, in- in- interesting. It's still not a thing, so it's it's nothing yet. But okay. Nathan was then looking forward to GTA Five. Hey, number one. That yeah. worked out. Hotline Miami 2. I have that on my 2014 list now. So, that didn't... Gone Home. Okay. Hey, that worked out. Pikmin 3. I don't know yet. I. And Star Wars 1313. Which got cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> so... And then, and then uh, Nathan made some pretty interesting claims. Uh-oh. He announced that Steam will change everything. What? That happy How? controller, he, the Steam OS. He then, he then in, added that Microsoft and Sony are going to fail with their new consoles, and Steam and the Ouya will sweep in and take it. What? So I was almost right. <laughs> what were you on? He then added that 
Google and Android will figure it out, and the Ouya will be a success. <laughs> Damn, Nathan. I kind of wish... Dude, the Ouya could have been sweet. Towerfall came up on this very podcast, so who was wrong? Yeah, all right. The Steam, oh, Steam <laughs> right. OS and the haptic thing, though, I still... Steam's doing cool stuff. But they haven't. They're barely out yet, though. I would not they, class. I think you're wrong. They hit a peak usage they have, number this year too. Like they, their records. I don't think up. they've changed everything. Mm, all right. I would think you're wrong with that prediction for 2013. Okay. You could double down on it if you wanted to. On Steam changing everything. Or or on Ouya being a success. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna admit total <laughs> complete whiffing it with the Ouya. Like I, I believed in a lie and it didn't pan out, and that's that's sad. But uh, I don't know. Steam, I still think is poised to do just game changing stuff over the next few years. So I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of stand by that in a way. Say so Steam's still gonna be a major part of gaming's future. Okay. Yeah. Hang on, because I'm gonna I'm gonna write these down. So one of your predictions is double or nothing on Steam. Steam is yeah. Steam <laughs> is gonna change everything. Yep. Are you keeping the part where Sony and Microsoft are going to fail? I'm trying to think what I mean, like, what... I think it was specific to the new consoles. Like, what I constitute a failure. Like, okay, hmm. I, I, maybe I'll venture the thing that, like, Xbox One will not match number of hardware units out there as the 360 in its lifetime. I will say that. I don't know what to venture on PS4. Like, I, I do really like what they're doing with Plus, and they're doing some really clever stuff with, like, kind of giving me a library of PS4 games that will eventually inevitably lead to me getting a PS4. Okay. So. Well, before you do all your predictions, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's finish up the, the last year's. Okay. All right, John, here's Here your list. Here we go. John was excited for Devil May Cry, yep. which was coming out in, like, two weeks after we were recording. Yep. He then was cautiously excited for Grand Theft Auto V, but he, but he was like, you know, I think it's going to be the same as GTA 4. And is it is it even going to be able to compete with Saints Row the Third? Hmm. The Third specifically. I I, I, I did I actually say the Third? Yeah, you thought it was going to go in a more jokey way, like Saints Row the Third. Yeah, I can see that. I thought it would be a more humor-based type thing, but no, GTA is trying to keep its own separate thing where it just keeps it serious with like a little bit of lightheartedness instead of Saint Row just being like, ah, oh, let's just do something stupid. Sure. I mean, it's a bit lighter than 4 was, but it is still in that kind of serious crime thing vein, so okay. Trevor's pretty crazy, though, but not in the same way. Not in the same way. You were also excited for Metal Gear Rising Revengeance? Mm-hmm. You were excited for Gears of War Judgment. Mm-hmm. You thought it was going to be great, but maybe not as good as Gears of War 3. Which ended up actually being the case, from what everyone's told me. Uh, you then claimed that Bioshock Infinite will be a doomed product. Whoa. Ooh. Yeah, it was It was having major problems. Don't you remember all the issues that the game was having last year? I just remember that it was a lot of fun this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, yeah, it was delayed, and they stopped bringing it to trade shows and stuff. They like, lost the but they didn't they lose lose the lead developer on it too. Ken Levine was still there, but I'm trying to think. They lost like a bunch of like senior staff on that project. It a lot of people thought it was going to end up kind of having issues when it came out. In the end, I think you were wrong. 
Well, yeah, no, because it well, made a bunch of Game of the Year lists, so... How well did it sell, though? I, I, I kind of felt the conversation on Bioshock Infinite changed pretty quickly. Like, it was like, oh, man, this is amazing. And then, like, three months later, everyone was kind of over it. Like, it just kind of stopped. You know, I mean, it's shown up on some lists, but it, like, did Last of Us steal its thunder or something? Like, that became the Troy Baker game of choice or <laughs> something? Like, it was like, oh, the yeah, one maybe. where you're hanging out with the lady the whole game, and you, yeah... Last of Us, that was the best one of those. And you're just like, oh, okay. I guess so. But yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I'm curious how well it sold. I don't remember. But it, it did well. So yeah, okay. I guess John was wrong. Sorry. Uh, then John said, there will be a new Mario Kart for the Wii U. Confirm that one. Well, they announced one. Yeah, yeah I didn't say I didn't I say it would be out. I just say there will be a new Mario Kart. <laughs> okay. Good he, call. He said, or... There'll be another party game from Nintendo. So and that was you really, that was we party you really risked. Yeah, you really <laughs> went out on a limb on that prediction. Yeah, Island Tour. Hey. Oh, that too, but that's 3DS. I said Wii U, so I meant you. Wii you party specifically U. brought up Game and Wario as well. Oh, yeah. Which, if like, I think you said like I think they're working on another WarioWare or something. Anyway, uh, you were also looking forward to Pikmin Three. Mm-hmm. You said the Steam Box is going to be huge. Well, it still hasn't come out yet, technically, so it still has potential. That's what I was saying. Still has potential. Steam's yeah. gonna change it. Uh, you were also excited for Watch Dogs. Yep, and then that got bumped. That got bumped, and then your last prediction go. was only one of the two new consoles are going to be coming out this year, and it's the PlayStation. Well, to be fair, PlayStation did come out first. You said Wait. PlayStation would be first, and Xbox will not come out in 2013. I didn't think they were going to pull it off. But Wait, they did. is isn't that sort of true about number of territories? Like, didn't PS4 launch in more territories? You're right. Xbox is only in like nine territories. Yeah, it's not Xbox out in is Japan in more yet. than PS4, isn't it? No, what? I thought Xbox was in more than PS4. No, I don't believe so. I'm no. pretty sure it's, it's Xbox One. You cannot say it's not out. It is out. It's true, but like. Maybe he was speaking from the point of view of someone in Japan. I wasn't. I wasn't. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let's be blunt. I wasn't. Or a Brazilian. Or All right, and then I uh, then I have Paul's list. Paul, he just put out uh, uh, games he was look- looking forward to. Okay. Uh, it was Devil May Cry, Bayonetta 2, which, John, you piggybacked on a bit. That's not out yet. Uh, uh, Paul said that Grand Theft Auto Five is going to be bad. Jerk. What is he doing? <laughs> uh, he was excited for Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Uh, he said Bioshock Infinite will be okay, but get way more praise than it deserves. You know, maybe he was right. I don't think that's true. I know he feels that way still, so... It's on his top ten of the year. Oh, no, but I I talked... To, he had it in his PlayStation yesterday and asked me about it. He's like, it's fine. But, yeah, he, I think he might feel that way. Specifically in relation to, like, a 90-page thread we were looking at analyzing the ending. Like, people talk about that game in weird ways that I don't know if it warrants, but okay. Uh, he was also excited for Gears of War Judgment, hmm. Rise of the Triad, and Metro Last Light. I don't think he's played Last Light yet, but Okay. Rise of the Triad, did that, did that remake come out? Did that happen? Yeah. I believe that's actually out. Okay. I believe so, yes. Huh. That didn't make a splash, apparently. I, yeah. I'm, look, I'm already looking it up. Don't worry. I know Shadow Warrior did, but... Yeah, Rise of the Triad 2013 video game. Huh. Okay. Okay, so I think we should make some new predictions for next year. At least July 31st. Both games we think are going to be good, games we think are going to be bad, and then, you know, some more industry stuff. Okay. 
Um, so I'll let's go in a circle. I'll go first again. I'm double downing on Professor Layton. Okay. Those games will finally come out and be pretty great. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Or does Layton Brothers kind of make you apprehensive? It's like Layton comes out and it's lame. It's the worst. I'm one. double downing on the real Professor Layton. None of his stupid brother. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nathan. Um, I'm just looking at kind of what I have here, like f- predictions for 2014. Like, <clears throat> hmm. I, this one I wrote down last, and I'm like, just kind of, I hope something cool happens on this front. Maybe Dragon Age 3 Inquisition will be, like, crazy awesome. That could happen. You have to make a prediction. What is your prediction? None of this maybe. Oh, well, no, I wrote down. Okay, fine. Dragon Age 3 Inquisition is going to just stand out as, like, wow. Bioware just took all that feedback after everyone pissed, got all pissed about Mass Effect 3. They made, like, a top-tier, world-class RPG. Holy crap, this game's so good. Okay. John, you got one? Uh, prediction for a game or just overall in general? Either, both. What do you got? Give me one. Because uh, I listed a bunch of games I'm looking forward to, but uh, actual prediction. I say that one of the new consoles, Xbox One or PS4, is going to have a small price drop. I, w- I originally wrote down only one of the two, but since that worked out well last year, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I see Xbox One having a price drop before PS4 due to the $100 lead. Uh, Wii U's already had a small price drop. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna predict Xbox One having a small price drop, maybe a fifty dollars. Cool. Uh, let's see if I have one that I can think. Of. I'm trying to. Th- I didn't actually prepare money predictions. I wrote it when you were reading out the other our old predictions. Right. Um. What are some games that I'm excited for? The next Pokemon will be called Zed. That sucks. That's not a cool prediction. <laughs> okay. That's a lame one. I'm not putting that down. I don't know, Nathan, do you have one ready? Uh, Dark Souls 2 comes out and angers the core fan base because they watered it down just enough to piss people off. I don't know if there's anything indicating that's going to happen. As far as I know, the beta went well, but I don't know. Namco's been weird about that series, so maybe that'll happen. Maybe. Okay, I got a prediction. Yep. And I kind of mentioned this in my review for Walking Dead. People start getting a bit tired and a feeling that Telltale's games are becoming formulaic. Okay. Because they have four of them, and from all, from what we know, they're probably going to be all like The Walking Dead. So spread a little thin, like it, people start getting fatigued again with adventure games. Just that specific brand of dialogue tree is the thing. Okay. Huh. John, do you got one? John, do you got one? Uh, the Wii U is gonna be, uh, back in the black once Mario Kart and Smash Brothers are out, since those are the same ones that pushed a lot of Wii sales. However, people are still gonna say that they're a doomed company, and, uh, it's still not gonna quite catch up to the Xbox One and PS4. Okay, hang on. So what is the prediction here? Oh. Is it a success or not? Uh, Wii U, Wii U finally gets in the black once Mario Kart and Smash are out. Does that mean, like, kind of breaks even, or they're doing, they're above the waterline? Is that kind of weird? Above the uh, above the waterline. Okay. I think I think basically Nintendo's profits are going to be much higher next year. Okay. I like I mean 3DS they had some good hits this year, but yeah, Wii U's been kind of sad, but I hope they turn yeah. it around. Yeah, ba- basically the Wii U gets out of a slump next year is, is probably another a short way of saying it. Okay. Cuz it's also got like Bayonetta 4 and the new Donkey Kong Country coming out on top of those. Yeah, and the Mario Kart and stuff. Like the, the, 
I think sorry, Bayonetta two. I said Bayonetta that four. Geez. Um. <sighs> Man, I don't know. It's like maybe it's like too early to call this kind of thing, but. Do you think, like, first question, I guess. Do you think Oculus Rift will actually ship in 2014? Like, commercially available? I don't know. Well, you can make that a prediction. I'll, I'll make that as a prediction. Maybe, yeah, maybe the I Rift, think it ships. The, the goggles by itself, I'd imagine. Okay. Maybe not with the, like, the hand motion control. That thing though. seems really, really cool. I just don't know if it's, like, quite ready yet, but that would be really great. Um, all right. Huh. Yeah, sure. I have a couple games I'm looking forward to. Okay. Transistor. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And The Witness. Oh, yeah. Jonathan Blow. Finally, that that may well come out. Um, John, you said you had a few games you're looking forward to, right? Yeah. Uh, What's up? Danganronpa, Trigger Happy Havoc. I don't know what that That's, is. Trigger Happy yeah, Havoc. Danganronpa is the actual name of the game and the series. Basically, it's a Phoenix Wright-esque game. But you're all like high school students, and you're locked in a like you're locked in a school, and the only way to escape is to murder someone else. So you have to figure out like who did it and why. Whoa, dark. Um, hmm. Hollow Miami two, wrong number. I don't. I saw it this year, so that sort of came true. But yeah, I don't know that that'll eventually come out. Um, so I'm kind of curious about that. <sighs> Watchdogs? Do you think that's gonna still make a splash, or do you think that being delayed is a bad sign? I, I don't know. I Let's hear think, your prediction. I think it'll still be a good game. Okay. I don't know if I have a prediction on that. Um. Okay. How about how about some like let's do some 3ds stuff. Okay. Anything happening with that? I have nothing on my list for 3ds. Uh. I mean, you said Pokemon Z, right? So there you go. That's that's gonna happen. I, I don't know. Is there any like interesting stuff on the way for 3ds? Like, really? Is that I, uh, the Smash Brothers? Right. Oh man, right, Smash Brothers. Yeah, I don't know. I think that comes out, and the hardcore melee fan base is still pissed because they they ruined it. It's too slow. Make a prediction. I just did. I'll type it up. Uh, new Smash Brothers ain't ain't no melee. That, that there you go. All right, here's one I'll ask you guys, yep. or I'll make the prediction between the two for Wii U and 3DS. I'm gonna say the Wii U. Well, I, that's uh, I feel this is too easy. The Wii U one is gonna be way better. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna say the 3DS one is forgettable, like an afterthought. Yeah, I'll do that. Kind of. Like just okay. Um. All right. I'm kind of out. Like, I only had five things written down, so. John, you got any more? Uh, games are looking forward to? Just uh, sure. 2014 stuff. But yeah. Towerfall Ascension, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2, which reminds me, I meant to put that on my 20XX game of the year, Castlevania Lords of Shadow 1. That game surprised the hell out of me this year. Okay. Um. All right, let's cop- stop it there. I have one more. I have one more. Okay. okay so one more. Super hot gets fleshed out into a full retail release and is really cool. I don't know if you guys played that, but I finally did, and it was pretty awesome. So, yeah. All right. Cool. 
Well, with that, that's going to do it for this show. So, uh, all right, games of the week. Um, oh, God. What? <laughs> Can we do that or just bolt that on? Game. All right, guys, uh, what's your game of the year? No. <laughs> well, I think we already did that one. Yeah. Um, It was kind of... No, you're... I was joking. Oh. I don't need a game of the week. All right, whatever. <laughs> uh, what was your game of the year? Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Uh, oh, okay. Payday cool. pay 2. Also my game of the week. Okay, yeah. sweet. So I would recommend uh, Game and Wario. Oh, okay. Cool. There you go. There's some yeah. games to play this year. Uh, yeah. Um... There you go. Thanks for thanks. And for I guess uh, next time we'll be talking to people. We'll be in the new year. Yeah. Ooh. So if you want to write us questions, and, and, and stuff. I won't be here. Oh, yeah, John won't be here for the first week. He'll be at Magfest. Mm-hmm. But yes, if you guys want to write us questions for our show, yeah. top down perspective at gmail.com. Uh, like us on Facebook. We you know show announcements and uh, follow us on Twitter. It's at TDP Podcast. Uh, but thanks for 2013, everyone. Yeah. And thanks for sending in your submissions again. That was. A lot of data to go through, but uh, we appreciate yeah, it. So, yeah. thank you for sure. All right, bye guys, bye. Happy New Year. Fire emblem. Mer- game, game, Merry game. late Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Just over two.